1: Thank you, sponsors. Thank you. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome tonight with Chalky Podcast. Welcome.
0: We're sitting down with a good friend, Ripper, Sean Wardo ward Ex-Ripper. (laughs) Ex-Ripper. Still a (laughs) Ripper. With Ward Management, but now he's uh, part of the family- V2? V2. 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 Take two. Take two. Well, we'll we'll dive into all that, you know, up to
3: date. But um, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's funny that we're sitting here now, because I grew up wanting to be Jay Larson and surf like him. And yes, he had, he had the. I remember the first time I saw Jay was when. Um, Hey, he rolled your, up do with... your
1: doors open wider? Because I don't know if we're going to be able to get him out of here <laughs> Oh my after, after those compliments.
3: Oh, he was with Rizal. Uh, <laughs> this is back when I was probably like 16 or something. And I heard his name. I knew who he was. And then he rolled up in a BMW. So that was a huge deal at the time. It was a BMW wagon, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> not this guy's not a monster truck. Huh? This sleek, guy's got all a BMW, and listen he like, to Dr. Dre, probably. Yeah, he had some Dre going or something. He had like three brand new boards in his car, and they were just like, "I was like, okay, this is like, this is what it is right here." And so you know how was old? He, uh, I don't know. It must have been like sixteen, seventeen when I first I like, actually like was seeing Dre. Yeah, you know he, what I mean? I he knew who he was, could, but I didn't like. I, I wasn't with him
0: when you were like yeah, young mm-hmm. in that that your guys' kind of group, I was kind of not around that much. Yeah, you know? that's true. So, mm-hmm. come so, and
1: go. So, t- take us to the very beginning of uh, your surfing experience. Where? How yeah. old were you when you started and who got you into it? So,
3: surfing was like my brother, I have an older brother that's three years older than me and him and his friends surf. It was like my brother, Ryan Carlson. It was like all these, like just like Huntington guys, Jack yeah. Olson, probably you guys probably remember yeah. Jack. And yeah. they uh, we lived at 21st Street Huntington. Um, and we would surf the cliffs we actually surf Golden West Street and we surf the Golden West Street Shore break I don't yeah. know how like we even managed to find like I don't know so I stood up. I was I was just bodyboarding And then my brother got into surfing. I was standing up on a bodyboard. Yeah, and then um, we were skating And I was skating to school. I went to Smith um, Dwyer and Huntington, so it was just kind of like a way of life We didn't yeah. really have much else to do. It was like skateboard surf and like that was pretty much it like yeah. that's that oh, wasn't a lot of options it, like it's,
0: it's blowing like, out like every afternoon you want to go play basketball you know yeah. like or something mm-hmm. you know you're always doing you yeah. know so yeah. you,
1: your brother helped you
3: my brother yourself. helped me and then i was just hooked like i was the surf kid like I, if you talk to anybody that was like around the pier around like those days what was it that's so long it's hard to come here it's hard to come up with Don't years. but i was like a, like a surf like I lived in the ocean, I would yeah. surf Northside Huntington, you were like frothing. before school, after school, before school, after school, two yeah. sessions a day up at six, ride my bike with the surf racks, go surf before school. This is in junior high even. Yeah. Yeah. I would surf before school in junior high. Right when I got out of school, grab my bike, put the board on, I didn't care about like girls. I didn't care about anything, I just wanted to surf. I was it's like, it. and it's funny, you just watch surf videos. And that's how we knew who Jay was, because yeah. we were watching Taylor Steele videos, we were watching Lost videos. Um, was funny. Yeah. Voluptuous. Like the lost movies were really big at that time too. Yeah. And then obviously like Kelly Slater, black and white. Um, there's a lot of good video. Yeah. Back then. I remember so I just they were emerging. Emerging. What was your first, uh, surfboard? Do you remember? My first surfboard? I think I just had borrowed ones. Um, my dad Hand-me-down. had some like hand-me-downs and your then my brother, too, right? my dad surfed too. Yeah. Um, and then I had, uh, my brother would have hand-me-downs and I had some docks. Yeah. doc, uh, shaped me like two custom boards. And you just have like one or two boards a year, and just make them. I remember. I think I have like a nose guard on one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like diamond Chest bro. Yeah, and <laughs> I have OCD too. So 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 yeah, I was like clean them up. I clean them up like every two sessions. I was like clean the wax.
4: And isn't I was
0: putting my yeah. gums
3: into that right now. I got, I got them one of those pickles, like they like.
4: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about, all from the comfort of your home, isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners.
0: Yeah. Clean your board because you know he's, yeah. all, he's all. Oh, it's dirty. I gotta re wax it, and I'm like, good yeah. on you. Do I mine better. too. I don't go do the that. wax on my board after. <laughs> Give him some
3: good. I work. do it like
1: once or twice a year. Yeah, a you're
3: bad. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen you got some dirty wax on. I remember <laughs> I you got a, a wax you waxed to the tail, right? I waxed to the tail. Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: no Boom. tail pad. Boom. No tail pad. Oh my gosh, so funny.
1: So obviously, you
3: got really good. When when did you uh, start competing? Yeah. I don't know if I got really good. I was just like, it was It was when I met, it's funny cause you had Timmy on before, but Timmy Reyes and his dad actually really helped me out and understand like the next step. Cause my dad lived overseas. Mm. My mom worked um, at like a, a makeup store, like nine to five every day. So it was like kind of like me and my brother. And then my brother was surfing, but he wasn't super into like the competitive thing. He surfed yeah. cause he just liked to surf. So when I met Timmy and his dad and they were kind of like, Oh, you're pretty good. You want to like compete. And they actually kind of showed me a little bit more about. Took you under the I rate. had to kind of do, learn like, it on my own a little bit because my dad wasn't around. Like here, the contacts. Here, you know, do these con- yeah. do these events, and did yeah. they help you get to them and stuff? No, they. The, I don't know if they helped me get to them, but, but they just told they, they actually around. did help me get to them. But they, um, Timmy, just showed me like, oh look, this kid has sponsors. He has like these team managers hanging out. He's going on trips, like oh, maybe yeah. I could, like, kind of get in yeah. on this. I was actually just kind of, like, the tag kid. Yeah. And then, like, Micah Byrne was already, like, the man. I was like, oh, my God, that's Micah yeah. Byrne right there. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it I was man. actually, like, the, the random kid that was hanging out with those guys, like, trying to Come figure it out. And then that the, my early season of the NSSAs was, like, I was, like, the third, fourth, fifth because it was, like, you had Bobby Martinez, you had... Timmy Ray's, you had uh, Micah Byrne, Anthony Petrusso at that time. So I was like, just under those guys, my whole... That's kind of why I like you, you know? Yeah. I was kind of in that like, same <laughs> yeah. like third or fourth like, realm, you know? I get waxed by these guys Eric Hanna, so I'm like, yeah,
0: yeah I kinda suck. No, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> no, but my breakthrough is kind of funny to say, but my breakthrough is when Peter Townen was doing the um, the junior high surf team at Dwyer. Yeah. And Jai Townen was my good friend, so me and Jai were really close. And uh, PT's like, hey, I'm going to coach you at some events. And so PT kind of taught me how to surf a heat. Huh, I didn't know sure. how to surf a heat. I would just yell yeah. out there and just, I didn't really? know what I was doing. Epic. And then PT actually taught me how to surf my first heat. And then I won um, a national junior high title. Wow. The year Bruce Irons won, um, Bruce Irons won the Open Men's. And I won the junior high title. And I was like, oh, I was like getting a photo with Bruce. I have, I have to find it. But yeah. I was like, I'm in a photo with Bruce um and like a couple other people who won but i was like oh yeah like me and bruce we won the nationals like that's awesome. that's, that's the next something day. to say right there yeah and it was that's pt was was well. on the beach with like a towel yeah and whistling and he was telling me where to go because i never waited for sets i would just turn the first wave i saw yeah so he was like telling me where to sit and stuff we still joke around about it when i see him um yeah. but that's kind of and then Jai town make it to a, the outside yeah why are you turning halfway through <laughs> and then Jai town um the town and family helped me a lot too they were like you know, P- a PT knew the game in and out, and yeah. um, he—I would, would always ask him questions. He's done American, a lot you know, for American, for sure.
1: You know, amateur, professional yep. surfing. Like, Such a big influence on yeah. the industry. And We've talked to a lot of people. Competitive
0: surfing and the sport in, in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: He's a freaking pioneer. Yep. Pioneer. Yeah and, and that's what think he's amazing him en- mr pink we're coming after
0: yeah. you bro
3: yeah no <laughs> for sure i think someone was like not not hating on him but said something about him that wasn't bad or wasn't good but i was like oh and i was like oh no pt's the man like, yeah man like, he's definitely the yeah, man. come on like
1: so tell us uh, what was
3: your first sponsor yeah um man i think i was just like on the free clothes like c team for like at like three different companies i was just like oh like I think my first real sponsor was probably like Mindless Reaction. Yeah? Wow. Yeah, Mindless Reaction. It was like on uh, 11th Street by the liquor store, uh, 11th and Acacia. Yeah. And uh, I would ride my bike over there and Rudy, um, Rudy was his name. Okay. I don't know where Rudy is now. I'd like to, to link up with them. I don't know. Wellsy rode for Mindless Reaction. Yeah. And like, no. they would give us like 25 t-shirts and like two hoods and we would be just like what like yeah, yeah. i don't even think they made shorts court. and like they didn't make shorts or trunks at our size yeah. And we just like got they had stuff. ads in the bag yeah <laughs> and i would just go over there and pick up my stuff and i put a sticker on my board and i was all proud nice it's funny i was just like super like stoked on it and then um and then my uncle so when I got a real sponsor, my uncle knew Paul Gomez. Okay. So my uncle, because my uncle was We're in the industry. Gary. Yeah, okay. Gary Ward. Yep. So my uncle's like, hey, I'm going to send you into Hurley. You're going to meet this guy, uh, Paul Gomez. Or not Hurley, Billabong. It was Billabong, yeah, Billabong at, the at the time. I say Hurley out of habit. Yeah. yeah. And then so I went and uh, me and my brother, my brother actually helped me do it. I went and uh, printed out and made a resume myself, right? So I put like, you know, my... my the I did a one sheet of this and I printed out a bunch of 8x10 photos um and i sat in the um the what's it called the re- reception area reception area for like 45 minutes waiting for this guy paul gomez to come out right yeah so intimidating so, so he was busy and then my brother was in the, i don't know my brother hey, bro, was doing TV's something so and then, to get sponsored. yeah it's yeah. just so funny thinking about that now that I, I had this little binder and i showed him my my thing and he's like all right yeah go get some clothes in the warehouse and here's some stickers just put me on the team so i was like sick. sick i'm on the team like it was right then he's like yeah yeah you're on he's like Sent me to the warehouse. I'm like, going yeah. to the warehouse and I had to build one of on my board. And they made it's in your size. <laughs> how yeah, you? Exactly. I mean, yeah. how, you, you,
1: you had a, probably an out-of-body experience when, when he said, yeah, go to the freaking warehouse and grab some shit.
3: Oh, 100%. Right? Like, sure.
1: Yeah. Like, like, was, like, what other kids, you know, what other youth sport
0: are you getting kickbacks like that? like free clothes and stuff know. skateboarding you know? well no I mean yeah, yeah. I mean it's more, no.
1: more collegiate like traditional yeah. sports
0: yeah. you know like to go you don't do that in soccer you don't do no, that in baseball no, you yeah. don't do that there's yeah. no
3: like NCAA regulations in surfing yeah. right it's like yeah. what do you, want? you but, want like hey you want this that like there's there's no regulation but to get
0: that, some, some clothes have that sticker mm. on your board and just you know be able to like cruise the beach like the day I,
1: after you go to school you're like what's up but, <laughs> yeah. but I think it raises the level of your your surfing, you know like
0: you, you're you like yeah. dude I got i I got to rip now even harder yeah. because I got stickers on my board. Sean
1: yeah. walks on campus like, "Yeah, what's up? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's Bill Bong. I for him." Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow.
3: And then, no Huntington Surf and Sport too. Huntington Surf and Sport uh, was one on of my Street. first sponsors. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. HSS. Uh, HSS and was then, it uh, Ben Will
1: the team manager back
3: then? It might have been Ben. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Because they switched around a couple times, you know, throughout the thing. And That was a big deal, you know. I was like, "Hey, I'm on Huntington Surf and Sport." Like, yeah. What up, Sugar Shock? Yeah, I mean, the Turner is you, actually. You fucking Huntington Beach locals,
1: man. <laughs> yeah. You guys live the charmed fucking life. Yeah, you
3: know? but no, but we were grindy, though, too, because I think now. Oh, I you were totally
1: grindy, but you were I look at, spoiled
3: as fuck. I look at kids now, though, and I, I'm, I don't want to put them all in a box because they're still the kids that have that drive and yeah, stuff, but yeah. like. Dude, I woke up at 6 in the morning on my own and put my wetsuit on and go surf. Like yeah, yeah. I rode my bike like every day, like yeah. no matter what. I jumped on that bike and just went.
1: You got to bring JJ over here, bro. Yeah, yeah right? So, JJ yeah. Jr. needs Dad, to Dad, my hit.
0: suit's
3: uh, kind of wet. <laughs> so, put
0: it on.
1: Dad, I, I need
3: a new board. I just <laughs> oh, got a day in yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Turners were a big part of my um, my childhood. Oh, Brandon Tipton awesome. yeah. and uh, those were the guys I looked up to. It wasn't yeah. always the best role models, but they were really like <laughs> good people. They're great people, and they charged. charged. and uh, I would jump in Timmy Turner's Volvo. And like even one day, um, I'll tell a funny story. He uh, he handed me the keys, and I was 15. I hadn't had my driver's license yet. I only drove like a car twice in my life, and he had me drive home from like Lowers. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing, and I, but I wanted to be show off, so I was with Timmy. Yeah, Timmy throws the keys. He's a little older than me. I was like, okay, yeah, I got this. And I was just like, I don't even know how. But I got did Volvo. you even practice? Timmy's like, thing. you're fine. I drove like maybe twice in my whole life. I didn't have my driver's license. I'm driving. The Never road, on the freeway. I'm Timmy's <coughs> Volvo.
0: That's that's, that's that's so Timmy though. He's just like. But you know, not mean, even on the freeway, right? like, yeah, you got Yeah, practice on the freeway. Like, yeah, not a yeah. not a worry in the world. Yeah, he didn't even care, and,
3: yeah. and that was the cool thing about the Turners. They kind of just like made you like a little bit more like uh, <laughs> gritty. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you kind of like they like, make you like grow up real quick. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Turner too. You know, Ryan would take me surfing and stuff. Yeah. He picked me up in this sick Cherokee. He had like a yeah. Cherokee, and I was like, oh my god, this thing's like it had like leather. And he put on like West Side Connection, like rap music. <laughs> <laughs> and Dude. he'd be like, "No, he was like smoking a cigarette, you know." And I'd be like, "Oh, like I, I couldn't smoke because I hated cigarettes. I smoked a cigarette. I'm, like, oh, I can't smoke a cigarette. Yeah, like, it makes me sick. So know? crazy." But those guys are just like the sickest. For, when wow. I was growing up, it was Tifton, the Turners, Flying Squirrels. Right. Like, what's that kid's name? Ben. Ben Knight. Ben, ben, Knight, Knight, yeah. Yeah. ben Knight.
1: Yeah. Ben, ben, ben Knight, Knight, yeah. Knight. Flying wow. yeah, All good, Those guys. Good, good yeah. Call. yeah. Yeah.
3: So yeah. those are all the, all the guys I looked up to. I looked Jesse, up to the yeah, bad yeah. and the good of uh, all of them. Yeah. So you kind of get you down the... Nichols level. is a lot of, is a lot older than you? Or yeah, Nichols was, a, Nichols was almost like, like... Two. He was already... Like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like hang out with Nichols. You know? He was way older. Yeah. He was hanging out with Jay. Well, I'm, I'm way older than him, so I'm really <laughs> old. Yeah. <he laughs> Let's not even talk about you. Let's not talk about it. Yeah, yeah, back in black and
2: white TV <laughs> days and like single fans <laughs> and... Lyndon, Lyndon surfs them. like
3: Aki. He surfs like Aki, if you guys haven't seen him surf. We'll Did, you a Did you hear that? Did you hear that, you guys? We'll have to get a hey, filmer hey, on him on one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> so, so amateur
1: surfing all through
3: high school, right? Yeah, all through high school. Um, I went to Indonesia. I kind of like just figured out trips, you know, hey, borrow. I, I learned how to get like – actually all my – my stuff I did in high school, junior high, mm-hmm. and all my surfing stuff trained me for what I do now because yeah. I was already managing it myself. I was like, hey, Philbon can you, how about you pitch in a thousand bucks and then so we already negotiating sponsors, for yourself. So I was kind of negotiating these trips. And I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm going to give you these photos, and I'm going to like, Tom Carey's going to shoot. Yeah. Just stuff like that. And I was giving actually.
1: This knowledge? Did you, did you just...
3: I was I was watching these guys. I was watching, yeah. I was watching Jay and Micah and Timmy. Um, do you but, know, Timmy was writing for like O'Neill and had Garth Tarlo like building out like full like plans for him. And he was yeah. going to Maldives doing like. Timmy was out trying to qualify for the QS, and I was just trying to get out of the country. Yeah, Yeah. You know, like, they were so far ahead of, like, where I was. Yeah. Like, I I wasn't competing doing QSs and traveling the world doing stuff. I was kind of, like, going on photo trips. Yeah, Yeah, and then I think I started doing, uh, I went to the East Coast.
1: So you went to the East Coast. (laughs) What Um, up?
3: ECSE? Virginia you know, Beach, they used to have um, Anguette, New Jersey. Yeah, it was like Belmar, New Jersey, Sea Isle, Atlantic City. Um,
1: Jersey's fucking amazing. Yeah,
3: Kitty Hawk. And they used to have an East Coast leg. So it would be like a, you'd spend a month on the East Coast. And you could do pro juniors and you could do uh, smaller QS events. So I, would, I got a credit card. Me and my mom got a joint credit card. My mom like credited the thing so I could ha- share the credit card. So I just started going to these events. And I ended up doing like super good in a bunch of them. I was like, How old finals, were you? Semis like 18, 19. Wow. So I hadn't even traveled the world doing QSS yet. I was just kind of like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna do regional stuff and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and, and you, that's when were I, you already
1: graduated from high school? I was already
3: graduated from high school. Okay. And then so I went to. And your, <laughs>
1: your motivation was to become a professional surfer? professional
3: surfer, surfer okay. right? But I had, I had some sponsors. I may, maybe maybe was making what like, like five hundred bucks. But then I had like some incentives and I was getting like a little. And then so I was like, hey, I'm going to go win prize money. And then I saw like what Ryan Simmons was doing all those guys. I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to go do this. So I just partnered up with friends and um, and started just doing the regional stuff. And then I think I had, I made like made some finals on the East Coast and I made money. I, I think I've, I have left the East Coast one year with like $5,000 in cash. Damn. So and, they paid, like, and they paid you out in cash. They paid, paid you out in cash. hundred dollar
0: bills, y'all. <laughs> yeah, so I was, at,
3: I was at, like, Virginia Beach, like, sitting with, like, three grand, like, stashing it in between the bed. Like, hey, I hope, like, no one steals this. Go to the next event. Um, That's got to
1: feel amazing.
3: Yeah, so I actually went out, and then... then um,
1: Who were you writing for? Do you remember? Uh, Hurley.
3: I, was, I switched over to Hurley. Jeff Hurley was my team manager. So, wait, um, from
1: Mindless Reaction to Hurley?
3: Billabong. Remember oh, yeah. when I signed with Billabong, and when Billabong switched to Hurley... They brought with me them. with them. they hey, you're going to go to Hurley with with others. It was kind of just like the way it was. yeah you didn't really talk about it. Yeah. Um and that's kind of when I got into the contest thing and I started building out like I, I remember I saw um I'll tell a funny story. Uh I saw Adriano de Souza from my balcony before he was Adriano de Souza and he was on a wave in Virginia Beach and I was drinking my coffee in Virginia Beach and I saw this little Brazilian kid on a wave. You're like holy crap. And that afternoon I went for a run. So I was like, okay, okay, there's levels to this game. Like, yeah. This kid's gonna smoke me. Yeah. This kid just and came over from yeah.
0: all the way from Brazil to one foot Virginia Beach. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I was like, I guess I want to say maybe I was pretty far ahead on like, hey, I'm doing yoga, I'm stretching, I'm running, I'm jumping rope. All you that was, back then. Yeah. Back then. Back in like. You were it, you were already me. starting to train. I was super into the training. Because none of
1: your peers are training, no. right? They're yeah, just was, partying yeah. and surfing.
3: Yeah. I was like eating like chicken with salad and like just I was trying to like eat healthy, train. Like, of course I would. So you weren't
1: following the footsteps of Jay Larson. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I was ripped like a Greek god uh, over there, bro. I was like at Equinox, like
3: swimming in a pool or something. Sure. I remember I talked to him a couple. He's, he was at some, like, high society place getting massages and stuff. I don't know. What Los Caballeros. Yeah. Yeah. Some nice, like, place. Yeah, like some resort, point. you know? Yeah. But anyways, then when I saw Adriano and like the level to it, I was like, okay, well, this thing, this thing, I gotta like really rev it up here. So I yeah. went like all in. I just like was like, hey, I'm gonna max out my credit cards. So I'm gonna put my head down and I'm gonna make this search thing work. And I think when it paid off was when I got second at Steamer Lane. Um, it was a QS event. I think it was like a 2,000. So it'd be a two star at that time. I remember they had one stars, two stars. Yep. Two all the way stars. to five. Yeah. So I did this. <clears> this um,
1: which is an amazing contest to
3: yeah. final in. Yeah, and then I beat Rob Machado in the final, and Kieran Horn won, but I beat Rob, and then Chris Drummy got fourth. This is when Drummy oh, wow. was still really, this Yeah, yeah, when yeah. Drummy was Drummy, and then um, <clears throat> it was funny because Drummy was coaching me as a friend, because we were friends, because he was doing like the Arnett team or whatever, and then yeah. when it got to the semis, he's like, hey, I can't coach you anymore because like, I gotta compete too. Yeah.
0: Um, I finaled that yeah. event with Drummy too, one year.
3: What year was that? F-
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, Pete L won. Rufo got second.
1: Drummy third.
3: I got fourth.
1: Lars should know all the finals because you could probably count them in one hand, <laughs> <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> no,
3: with with fingers that. to like spare. Uh, I only remember the good things. So yeah. uh, and then then that year, I actually got a contract with uh, with Hurley. Jeff Hurley's like, hey, we're going to get you a contract, and he gave me like. I think it was like seventeen hundred hundred dollars a month. Wow! He gave me because I I final as your salary. He's like, hey, you had a good year. You competed. I made a bunch of finals, like in uh, I made finals in juniors, finals in QS events, and I kind of like came out of somewhat nowhere. If you didn't know, like if you weren't from my area, yeah, you like, weren't groomed as as you know, know yeah. like yeah, yeah. You, it's like oh yeah, this guy. I wasn't the Bobby. It was all about Bobby, yeah. Timmy um brett was still not even brett yet yeah yeah um we'll get into that whenever you want to but uh then that's when i got actually like a real contract and i started my surf thing i started i I started with a credit card full dedication and then like making heats that's how actually my career started and
1: mentally preparing yourself to be better than than Mm -hmm. you could be right because you saw the talent level of this brazilian kid you're like you realize Man, my talent alone isn't gonna get me what this guy already has. So, you gotta step it up in other, right? Like sure. your fitness, your health, yeah. your mind. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you're gonna beat them. Yeah, you know, 100%. not just through, not just through uh, talent, but through you know surfing.
0: Yeah, the whole mindset is I never wanted to lose based on physical like. Not being able to be f- mm-hmm. physical enough, you know, getting being tired in the heat, or just being winded, or you know, not being able to pe- catch miss a wave. Like I didn't ever want to have that excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you miss yeah. that heat? Couldn't catch the wave. I couldn't make it. You know, like yeah. if you could wipe that out of your kind of like psyche, psyche, and it's just strictly like ability and, and you know, obviously catching the right waves, it, it makes it a lot easier. But um, that's you. We
3: got phones ringing on the podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah. it's my daughter voicemail her do you want to get it (coughs) um no no for sure i think it was it was a few things because i was i didn't have like technical support so i I didn't know what and i don't think a lot of people did at that time yeah you either had good technique or you didn't my technique was horrible i had like a few (coughs) things i could do but i didn't have like the right technique i didn't know how to watch surfing properly yeah you know what i mean i didn't even know how to i I would watch surfing but i would just kind of like I didn't know what good technique was and bad technique was. I didn't have a mentor there. I, right. I never had like a coach or like someone telling me. So I just kind of would like, Oh, I like the way Andy does this, I like the way Mick Fanning does this, and I kinda of just like try and see stuff and then put it together. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't
0: watching somebody videoing you and re watching footage. No, they
3: didn't even yeah. really watch myself surf. I didn't <laughs> there's no filmers. Yeah. Like that's what people don't really people like hogged it up. All the them. filmers. I, I didn't have a filmer. I I didn't, silly like
1: Dave. A, you could have had Silly Dave, but yeah, Lar um, yeah. there maximized there was his time.
3: There was, like, no, there was <laughs> a couple SK, of guys. Yeah. SK was a sick filmer, but I would only get filmed if I was surfing with one of the boys. Then I would get a couple a clip or two, and I'd be like, oh, my God, it doesn't look right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll like post this clip. Or we didn't even post. You didn't talk about yourself. No. Yeah. If you talked about yourself on social networking, people would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, delete that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, Crazy. We didn't,
3: you weren't. You didn't promote yourself. No. Yeah. Well, self-promotion was like, like the most like uncool thing you could ever do. Right. Just talk about something that you did. On, Which is on, on totally the opposite
0: of what it <laughs> is now. Yeah. Totally opposite for all the. To, to now, to, today, and I, I will ask that you know, like how how much harder or easier is it today to be a pro surfer?
1: Well. You Let's know? keep talking about yeah. I mean, that's Sean. one of the questions you got coming, you
3: know? Like, so, well, my with, career's with... almost done, so, so <laughs> it's short. So, so, can... so, so that East
1: Coast tour, you won, a, you, you won a contest, made some finals, came back, got a, got a sick contract with Hurley. Then
3: what happened? Um, and then... I, I was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to go to um, some QS events, right? I'm going to go <coughs> travel. I'm gonna Actually, I didn't travel to go to a QS event until I was like 23 years old. Wow. I worked my way up through all the. I was doing um, San Diego Pros, um, local regional Foster's Tour, Oceanside, um, East Coast. I was kind of yeah. like just regional forever. There was yeah. like
0: quite a few little like, yeah, yeah, like $1,500 winner purses yeah.
3: and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you're lucky you guys had that too.
3: You know? What was Waring's dad's? Uh, uh, yeah, he had his. He was running the the, the QS's at that time. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, even HB
1: Boston. surf series and surf series, right? Yeah, uh, Seth surf and series, E-Ball yeah. was throwing. Yeah, contests. where you?
0: I mean, a local pro could do an event like mm-hmm. twice a month and you know yeah. make some extra scratch with not having to travel with a lot of expenses. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We need to bring that domestic
3: tour back. Yeah. WSL. Well, sure <laughs> no, to.
1: USA needs a domestic tour. So you you got on the. WQS. I on the
3: QS and then I was surfing against like Taj Burrow and like gnarly guys. And it was like, okay, this is like, I was getting smoked, but then I was like, I had a few events where I like did really good. I made like eight heats in Locking Out and made like round before quarters and you're like, okay, cool. I, I, I'm doing it. But at that time- Who'd you was, travel with? Um, I traveled with uh, Timmy Ray's okay. on and off, but Timmy was on the CT already. Yeah. So Timmy was already CT guy. And it was funny because we're like- God, you are wrong. So me and me and Brett Simpson- Brett Simpson was was one of my travel partners. This other kid, um, Anthony Petruzzo, yeah, and then Nathaniel Kern. Me and Nathaniel Kern became really close friends. Uh, and he, Nathaniel Kern, was just like a, just a natural talent. He just had yeah. it in his blood, you know. Like he could do air three. He get a good backside. Yeah, small wave wizard. So we kind of all would group up. We like four of us would stay in one room. Um, I'm missing a few people: Jesse Merle Jones, mm. Roy Powers. Nice. Um, and they actually used to kind of all fight over who was staying with me because. I was like super. I was always on the good program. I didn't always have the results. I didn't. I, sometimes I lost a lot of first rounds. I lost like first rounds like so many times. But I was always on the really good program. I was like up early. I was doing like yoga and like. I think I was even doing like ice baths and shit. Wow! Before it was like before like now cool. Now it's, it's, like cool. Now now it's trendy as hell. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Me and you don't own and Timmy a, you don't were, own, a, own a Cairo around here? You know? Yeah. Me and Timmy were me and Ray's were doing like ice baths in his like bathtub up at his house over here like. In 2000, like whatever, seven wow. or
0: eight. So fun. Yeah, we were I, into, I never like, have whole, done that. We were
3: doing like hot yoga. Um, yeah, I was like, does hot yoga, but for other yeah. reasons. <laughs> yeah. <I'll say>. But <laughs> no, now that I think about it, we were like, pretty ho- we we're pretty holistic. You yeah, know, that's now insane. it's are commercialized, and it's like kind of, I don't, I don't want to say trending, but it's definitely like, super But popular. it's a good trend to have. It's good. Yeah. I mean,
0: anytime yeah. you yeah. could promote like healthiness and keep people,
3: you know, positive yeah. and doing right things, it's like, I mean, you
0: look at, Guys, when I was on tour, you know, late 20s, you're pretty much wrap it up, you know? Yeah. Now yeah, there's, sure. like, well, shit, yeah. I could go into my late 30s, if not 40s, if you have yeah, the right the Social program. media. For sure.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I used to travel with, like, a jump rope yeah. and, like, stuff. Yeah. And, and then we, I would just, like, kind of, obviously, we didn't have all the access to the different training. We might not have been doing the right training, but I was into, like, we go doing on whatever. runs stretch put a hood on go jump rope do some stretching like yeah. I was kind of into that stuff so I think the guys appreciated that you know because they're were, we're all there for the same goal Yep. Yeah. um but so I just tag team with all those guys it would be like I'd be with Merle Jones one year we had uh, Jesse Merle Jones Bobby Martinez and um Bobby qualified that year Bobby traveled the best that year it was Merle and Brett Simpson on a couple of trips and it was sick like it was so funny because <laughs> so I became friends with Bobby and I looked up to Bobby a lot I mean, he helped me out too with like ways of thinking and ways to approach things yeah he was like super stubborn but his stubbornness was like i feel like one of his strengths yeah yeah so it was just like feeding off each other and feeding off the people that you're around i think was really key at that point it wasn't so segregated where now you see these kids going to contests and teenagers and they're there with like their manager or their team manager and their parent
1: and the filmer right? and, and they have a filmer and everything's
3: super segregated but right th- at that time there was a lot of like camaraderie yeah. yeah with the surfing and you had yeah. to, to pull it
1: off
0: especially traveling i mean yeah. i remember the first few years it's like okay how many people can we fit in this car with our you know 80 board bags exactly. on top you know exactly. like we're, we're gonna better buy the insurance because we're gonna dent the roof <laughs> on this <laughs> thing for sure and uh you had a good posse too yeah we had good posses and that was the best thing it's like you know you, so, you had to do it but mm-hmm. what made you choose certain events like on the qualifying series like i didn't yeah points no, or or like no, hey I, this is a place i wanted to go check out no
3: i, I didn't do all the whole qs like so i would just do the events where there would be a few in a row so i'd be like okay hey you know what? i'm going go to go more for europe. your buck you yeah, can go, go, go yeah. hit a,
0: a series
3: yeah i'm going to go out to europe and do like three or four events in a row or i'm going to go there's two events in brazil back to back yeah um yeah that, the qs was up and down you know like i, I would have events where I would do three first rounds in a row and I'm like, Oh my God, this guy's falling. I suck. Like, and then all of a sudden you'd like win one and you'd be like, wait, wait, hold on. I just yeah. like, won this event. Like, Hey, I still got it. But you know, like at that time, Emotional I, roller coaster. I look back at like what I was doing then and I'm like, Oh man, if I could just like teleport, grab the different board, approach it different. Yeah. Like, and, and keep in mind there wasn't priority. So yeah. like when the Brazilians got on tour and on the QS back then, there was no priority. So yeah. if you, if you didn't have a good start and a heat, start of the heat yeah. like they just pretty gave. much like that back for the 15 minutes, of, if your f- first five minutes of the heat didn't go well and you weren't like a really good hassler, I wasn't like a good hassler. Yeah. Like you were, you were like, you were skank. Yeah. Like it was, it was going to go, you were, had to grind it out or maneuver around. Um, How long did you do
1: the QS for?
3: <clears throat> so I don't want to say, cause I kind of took some time off. Like I would, there'd be times where I'd be like, Hey, I got 10 G's on my credit card. I'm going to go do these San Diego pros down in San Diego, and I'm yeah. going to win two Gs every time. I'm going to go down and win these things or make a final. I treated the San Diego pros like, like, you don't know like your the, work. The San Diego pros are. It was yeah. like, there would be a, an amateur event on Saturday and a pro event on Sunday. Yeah, they still do it. So so Saturday night, I was putting my boards together. I'd pack my car. I'd get my food together. I'd go down like solo. Be like, okay, i got to pay my credit cards off. So it's a good mindset win, to have, yeah. My main yeah. Motivation. Like, That's pretty rad. So I'd win two G's and people are like, oh, you just won two G's. I'm like, yeah, but it's going towards my credit card. Yeah, debt. it's already I maxed spent out. Yeah. To go to Europe earlier this year. Yeah. Or whatever. So that was kind of like my pro career. It was like borrowing money, dude. Like Vegas every time. Yeah. Like, dude, but wasn't like that fun? Doubling down. Like you're, you're, you're a kid. Like <laughs> you I got the experience.
0: You don't obviously, want bills, but at the same time, like you didn't have any worries. You knew you had debt and mm-hmm. stuff to pay, but you knew you're going yeah. to handle. For sure, yeah. It's just like when yeah. this contest or next, but but how funny, how yeah, funny hungry. of hungry. a situation
1: hungry. is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. not
0: just you, but how many surfers in general mm-hmm. and people, you know, in the in the real world, always, you know, they don't understand, like, yeah. you know, the pecking order, the the, the contracts, yes. you know, that that youth get, the the support system, and it, it's pretty mm-hmm. raw. And we interviewed um, uh, Daniel Norris, a baseball player, and he went straight to the miners from from, from they high school. All do. Yeah. He was getting four hundred bucks every two weeks. That's that was, it. That, or three hundred. Three or four hundred bucks. Yeah. Had to pay for his travel, had to pay for accommodations or whatever, and they had to move around. They they competed all around. Yeah. So he they did what you guys did. They had to pile in like four dudes or however many in yeah. and and, and
3: Eat ramen yeah. and just get there and, and, and get it done. For sure. And I think yeah. people see the, the outcome, but they yeah. don't see the process to get to like where that is. And For sure. Yeah. In those spots. The so process you, so you, is what we like to hear. Yeah. So
1: you went, did the QS, got off, paid some bills, got back on?
3: Yes. That was the kind of the pattern. And then all of a sudden, the checks and balances aren't fully matching, right? Like, yeah. like, oh, shoot, wait. Because you're not going actually... to school at all no, nothing. I was like head down. I was like, I'm going to be a pro surfer. You're in the bubble. You're looking from the inside out you're yeah. looking from the outside in. Yeah. And now you look at, from the outside in I see people going through it today and I'm like, Oh, like, and I always try and give them good advice or just, if anyone, sometimes I'll just go up to them and just start talking to them, like people that I know that are making that transition. Yeah. And I'll just tell them like good job or give them some kind of encouragement. Cause they don't realize like it's like their first job and they're just like, Oh man, like, what am I doing? Like, I should be surfing. I should be on the best wave. And like, We'll get into that yeah. the next chapter. But it was kinda of like It is it, so it hard through like, yeah. like it's not about you, bro. Like Yeah. It's not about you at all. Like no one cares about your wave. So what <laughs> like, no one cares that you got about So on. what
0: was like your your, your most accomplished contest so result or win? What was your favorite My line?
3: career my career like pinnacle of my career was the the, the the like pretty much the end of my career. So by the time I, I think I was like, ended 20, with a bang. Yeah, when I was twenty seven. Um I had made some finals. Overseas, and I made some finals. I finaled in some QS events. I'm like, hey, I finally at lowers. It's like, what up? CJ Hobgood won. I made the final. Like, yeah. What's good? Like, yeah. I was, I made the finals uh, in Europe. I have like, dude, I just made a final in France. Like, what up? Like, yeah. There's a lot of losses in between those. You know what I mean? I had a lot of <coughs> after, but, I but when had you're them. on, you're on. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was able to make some finals, and then in 2008, <coughs> after I made the finals in 2007 and 2008, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go all in. Like, I scoped super into like I was like reading books. And just, like, I was super into my whole program, and I was, like, obsessing about it. And I was just, like, fully, like, almost like a ninja what samurai books? style. What books? Um, I read uh, Mind Body Mastery. It was, like, a book about, like, understanding your, um, like, your food you eat and, like, understanding your body. And it was, like, just this cool concept to think about. Huh. Um, it's basically, like, you make your own diet based off how you feel after you eat the food. And just, like, real simple stuff. And, like, you you kind of keep your own journal about like if you do this training and then you have a, you do good in your sport then maybe that's the right training you should do yeah. or just simple yeah. things Self, like self-awareness Self awareness. Like, self-reflect then, yeah, mind gym, this other book, mind gym. Um, it was just like, just kind of taking you through like cool chapters and stories about sports and how to like, you know, just like simple sports psychology stuff. Yeah. So I was reading and then I was just in a good place as far as like, I was like confident and I had, a, I had like one really good mayhem board. I had this board it was like the speed demon Two. But it's six a 6'1". I was running a board 6'1". I'm 5'10". So the sport is huge. I was one. 18 and a half. Um, and I went, I won the Shoe City Pro, which was a 2,000 at the time. So I won my first QS event. I'm like, dude, I won an event. Like, what's yeah. up? And Where then was I that? Won, at? It was at a, a Southside Huntington. Sick. Home home court. Yeah, home court. And then that kind of like boosted my confidence. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on. And then I went to Brazil and I did a five-star, which is like a six-star now, right? And then I won the 5,000. I won, I won like $12,000. I won a five-star in Guadalajara. I was like, oh, it's on. Like, yeah. dude, like, I can Turning point. qualify. Like, yeah. I was, I was like in, I think I was rated like 23rd or 30 wow. or whatever. And I was like, dude, I could like do this. And I had this one board that was really good. And then the board kind of died. <laughs> and like, I didn't know it was dead. And I tried to keep riding this board. Literally, like, is my, my year came down to this. So I didn't have a bunch of boards. Yeah. So yeah. I had like two or three boards that actually were short boards. And I was, I was. 23rd on the qs holy smoke i had like four four short huh what happened <laughs> so i couldn't find this this board like died on me and then like my surfing kind of like i don't know what happened i just went through a funk and i just got smoked all year i went to europe and just lost like all first rounds oh. <sighs> i was like damn like it just didn't work and then that same year in october i lost all my sponsors i had like arnett everything and i was like oh i won two events this year you guys are gonna drop me and it was like 2008 when right like
0: when the market the yeah. market
3: crashed yeah and I remember I was in Santa Cruz with like my last sticker on my board and it was like Jack surfboards. It was my last sticker on the board. It was like 300 bucks a month and I had won two events that year and I was driving home and I was You're like, I made, no, I made the quarters or the semis in Santa Cruz too. And I made a couple other, I had a few moments that year. I was like, Hey, you know I kind yeah. of This is my best year I've ever After had. After
1: you lost competing. sponsors.
3: Competing. It was like kind of during losing my sponsors. Okay. That year was my best year. And then, that was kind of like my last full full year competing. After that, it was like, "Hey, you won you won some QSs, but your career's over." Yeah, yeah. Like, I had no sponsors. Credit cards maxed out. Like my credit cards were just maxed. Like I think I had like 20, so you had a twenty three grand in credit card debt, and I was just like trying to pay it off. And then that was the surfing left me with. Surfing left me with credit card a huge debt interest rate <laughs> of a lot of experience and ups yeah. and downs in life, and I had a better understanding of like life, kind yeah. of like. Exactly. Made you, it made you grow up yeah.
0: like quick for sure yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. made you understand traveling you. and being independent and like just being, account- it being accountable own. it's all on you you know like
0: you know there's nobody there to so hey, don't worry about it well i'll help you out and take care of it and so know. that was
1: 2008 2008 okay yeah. and then you you just you kind of
3: like so decided hey um timmy ray's helped me out a bunch timmy's like hey come live at my house and so I live with Timmy right over here. You might've came over a yeah. time or two. And Timmy's like, hey, just come live at my house and cruise and like help me out. Timmy was on the CT at that time. Um, and then he was recovering from like a knee injury and he had some things going on, like, you know, that he was dealing with. So I was like, hey, cool. So I was just stay at Timmy's house, take care of his place. I give him like 500 bucks cash in rent. Um, and I was kind of figuring it out. And then that's when I met um, Garth Tarlow. So, Garth Tarlow was the, um I owe Garth, like, so much. For yeah, a lot for of people me. do. Yeah. Yeah, Garth yeah. is just, like, a legend, like, that guy, like, if I ever get rich, I'm going to just, like, give Garth, like, 10 grand. Like, hey, Garth, here's 10 <laughs> G's, man. Um, but Garth just basically, he met me through um, through Timmy, and I became friends with Garth through Timmy, and then I was kind of, like, helping Timmy out as far as, like, just, just keeping organized and, like kept the house in check yeah yeah just kind of figuring out my next step in life and i was still competing a little bit but i was just i was deflated I yeah. had like no stickers i was like freak i was at events so i was like wasn't surfing like i could and so the like hey do you want to come and um and run my team at o'neill i'm gonna go chase a world title with jordy so he was trying to win a world title with jordy and on tour at that time and it was like Corey lopez timmy roy powers jordy he's like hey you have the skills to, I think you could do really good in like sports marketing. Wow. So he actually believed in me and said, hey, it's not going to be much, but I'm going to pay you like 36 grand a year. You're going to like, and travel the world. Which wasn't any money. Yeah. No, I wasn't traveling the world. He's all, like, you're going to like, yeah. And he just kind of like handed me a piece of paper and gave me like really good, like, I remember I just be on Notes. the phone with Garth and Garth would just be like breaking down like, Gain, me, this is what like, you need to do. Like, this
0: is what you need to make sure, yeah. like, Damn. and Garth was make on sure the tour. these guys show yeah. up. Make sure they do this. Keep exactly. them out of trouble. Yeah. Like, just yeah. this is know, how you do this. Them. This is
1: how you handle this. This is how you know he knows a lot, man. Garth is Flights, you know, been around, contest yeah. boards, airplane, you know, all that For stuff. Sure. Yeah. And he
3: handed me this piece of paper, and he was all, "Hey, here's the team list. um This was in like 2010, I think. It was like the start of 2010, like January. And he said, hey. I'm going to Snapper in Oz with, with Jordy. You're going to meet this guy, the guy, Sean Moody, that was a marketing manager. Um, he's a really nice guy. Not Sean Moody, the surfer, but he's like a super nice guy. Yeah. Worked at O'Neill, and he's like, you're going to work with this marketing manager um, in this team here, and you're just going to kind of figure it out as you go, and he, Garth, mentored me, and then, um, so I started running the O'Neill surf team. That was my first real job. Wow.
1: Yeah.
3: At what age? Um. Probably twenty seven, maybe yeah. around there. Um, my my math is real fuzzy right now, but around there. <laughs>
1: pretty crazy though <laughs> yeah. that, that you you never had a job before in your life.
3: Uh no, I had jobs. I worked at Huntington Surf and Sport and I sold surfboards. I remember that. And I yeah. HSS alumni. HSS. Yeah. I worked at a restaurant. Um, I bussed tables. I was always always had like pretty good work ethic. So I actually had two jobs at one point. I was working at Huntington Surf Sport and bussing tables. And I used the money to do surfing stuff. Of course, that was the way it was. Yeah, and I bought boards, freaking did the whole thing. So yeah. I did have jobs, but that was like my first like real like yeah. career job, and yeah. definitely the first six months was like, Whoa, whoa, like, yeah, I can't like go take a nap right now, like, what, like, what's going on, like,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> so for O'Neill, did you do traveling to events or so just
3: the position just kind of kept evolving? So I kind of started brainstorming and. Garth was kind of like, Garth said two words to me, two, like one sentence to me that like, really changed, it kind of changed my life actually. He said, Do what you wish was done for you. Mm-hmm. That's what he told me. He looked at me yeah. in the face and said that. And he handed me a piece of paper and he took off to Australia. And I was like, <laughs> Garth, I was, Garth, man, have Garth you heard uh, yeah and I was like, With I was words of this wisdom. Of paper And I was looking at this program and I was like, okay, so then, God. so long story short, I just started building the position. I was like, okay, what do I want? Like, I'm gonna building like this like little ecosystem within it. Like, oh, yeah. okay, I'm gonna build out content. And I got this like, so I had SK and these filmer guys, and I started building out content and filming. And then obviously, then I started supporting the Grams at events. So I'd go to events and like coach the kids. In WSA's, Surfing America's. Surfing America's. That's so I'd go to the events and like coach the kids. And like Steve Ward, his um, kid Colt Ward was in on. Yeah. And then we had, like, So, is that your cousin
1: or? No, no, no
3: relation. Okay. But I would just like. Uh, so, okay. I, I definitely had like people around me that like, kind of telling me like semi what to do, but yeah. it was pretty open like job. So, then I started um, just trying to like coach people, like coach the, the surfers, like the, the team kids, and then build content and then maybe like train them a little bit and then do the marketing thing. So, I just kind of started chipping away at, like what I can yeah. do. It's kind of like a blank canvas, you know? Yeah. You're so,
1: adding. Dimension to to adding, your role and exactly. value. You're adding exactly. value to your and, role and yeah.
0: experience on how to deal yeah. with you know one parent's two personalities Adidas and his parents, kids yeah. and all you know. Like it's yeah. one thing if it's if it's you, yeah. but. When you start having to like take care or 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 help out different personalities, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, sure. they, that's definitely a wake up call with like, yeah. you know, do's and don'ts, or you know, how to yeah. play devil's advocate, or how to be super supportive like another parent or yeah. a mentor, like you know, you it gotta takes, be, yeah,
3: it takes time because yeah, like, you got to figure each yeah. person out. No, because you've only worked with yourself, yeah. So you know what works for you, but what works for you might not work for someone else. The right. program might be totally different. And then the parent has only worked with their kid; they haven't, worked yeah, and them they have a one track kid. mind. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's kind of like finding that balance. So it took me a long time. People always tell me like, Oh, more time in the chair. I'd be like, Oh, whatever. Did like, you find it hard with, just, you know what I mean? Like, let me, let me figure this out. But then now I look back, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I get what they're saying. More yeah. time in the chair. Cause I've worked with hundreds of people now. So now I, you have to be like, you have to kind of change a little bit of the like, cause the you learned things are done. Yeah.
1: You're I, le- you've learned yes. and, and you're figuring out, okay, that. In this instance that was the right call. In this instance, this was the right call. So you're always gonna, you know, learn from an experience, right? Yeah. What, what was right yeah a year ago isn't right today, right? Yeah. So No, but it, it's 100%. gotta be You have to have it, consistency, but but it's
0: gotta be difficult when when you know yourself and you're like, Well, I just got up at the crack of dawn every morning and I did my yoga and I did my stretching and I ate right, but when you're coaching or helping out these these kids mm-hmm. and they're not on that program and you tell them to do that do you, you're getting resistance is it frustrating like were you getting like was it hard with some of the
1: well let's without calling we're out not somebody. we're not there yet yeah but uh um, he he's there no no, no. we, we well, we're at he well, no, just started being a team manager yeah. for o'neill we're
3: not well we can we can connect those together it's like um
1: how long how long was that position it was
3: like no it was more of if the the number one thing I learned from when I was at O'Neill is like, dude, hey, I'm gonna like coach K Kobayashi at 12 years old at an event, and like, I'm gonna like put in work for this ground. But then I'm also gonna like be with. So you gotta humble yourself. You gotta put yourself second. And that was a big thing that I learned. It's like, hey, it's not about me. I get my ego off how good the people around me do. Yeah. That's where my ego. I I have a I have an ego, but in a different way. Yeah. I have an ego based off. I don't need to be on the best wave. Yeah, I don't, I don't even need to surf. I don't need like a photo of myself. I don't even need to be on the internet. Yeah, I want my. Guys I gotta remember to blow that up. next yeah. time
1: he's paddling and I'm on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah but, but you know what I mean. Like I don't like I get my For accolades sure. and my ego. Oh, oh it's awesome.
3: Off how good the people around me do. so yeah. if I can make them better, then it reflects me. And yeah, that's yeah. where I got super. I, I took my competitiveness and I focused it towards my. And that's a
1: good thing to career. realize early on because. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, then no one wants to work with you, sure. For sure.
3: they right? yeah. <laughs> sure.
0: yeah. would be like, wait a minute, yeah. shoot yourself, you shoot know, like, whoa, that guy is, like, kind of gnarly, and he's not very yeah. supportive, and it's all about him. No,
3: it doesn't work like that. And, and trust me, I, like, was probably, like, not that good at certain things, and, like, I, I think I probably made some, like, mistakes, you know, along the way, but I, like, stayed the course of, like, building, like, an ecosystem around the because yeah.
1: back then, it was, um... Simpo was on O'Neill too. No, Simpo was already Hurley. Oh, he's already Hurley. Okay, he's
3: already already been on Hurley for a while then. Okay.
0: How long? What was your tenure at O'Neill, like team manager? What, you know, how many years
3: were you? So I was at O'Neill for like three and a half, almost four years, I believe, like close to that. And I think what changed at O'Neill for me and what was like really like kind of rev my career up was I got to work with John John. So they pretty much Garth's like, "Hey, you know what? We have John John. He has like, you know, some time left. I don't want to get into full details. He has some time left on his contract. Um, I think you could probably help him out." Yeah. Like you want to get in and like see if you can get cuz the relationship was like not it was just Garth was on tour, so they, there's only so much With time yeah. that he could spend and then yeah. John was kind of this unicorn that was just floating on the team and John wasn't John. People were saying that john was he was the
1: next wonder kid but he wasn't he was living up to a, his potential
3: he was be yet a pipe kid he was growing yeah he wasn't a he wasn't really doing, yeah he yeah. wasn't really doing the Q. He, he, he started
0: he yeah. started pretty
3: late on the like qs and obviously you know. and julian wilson were the next world champions yeah john john was the next jamie o'brien that was the narrative then. yeah people said hey yeah. john's not gonna be the guy and and so what garth told me he was like hey maybe like show him a little bit more of like what you do and see if there's some like synergy there and you guys can like connect so then I just kind of like went head first into John's thing. Not head first, but I kind of like just like approached John. I was like, hey, like, I was wondering if I could like help you out at some events. And John was like, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah. So then I kind of built this relationship with John. And I think um, the part. So that- when you say
1: help you at events, like, Coach him
3: somewhat. I was Spot like just encouraging him in the right directions and helping him with his program because he was just like skateboarding. You're was, just
0: an ear, like he yes. figured out, like, hey, what do you think I'm gonna yeah. do this, like, and you yeah. just so you, and
3: people were like, I think people were hating on it super hard because they're like, how could this kid from Huntington possibly be helping John John Florence? Yeah, yeah, and it was no. Who's a wonderful like Hey, dude, like you're gonna make your coffee in the morning. We're gonna be up at five thirty. We're gonna be on the beach at six thirty. We're gonna practice at this event. Pick the boards get to practice. And he was young. Like he was only 17, 18 years old. He wasn't like, he wasn't, he was eager to learn from you. Yeah. So it wasn't like, even like he was learning from me. It was just, I was kind of encouraging him to to go like certain directions. Take it,
1: take it more seriously with a, a method.
3: Yeah. And putting in work too, like booking the houses, Picking him up from the airport, grabbing the boards. Yeah, alleviating yeah. the stress. Facilitating Yeah, everything. saying, hey, I, yeah. you know, just worry about surfing. Yeah.
0: I'm going to try to support yeah. with all the logistics,
3: for, all the like... For lack of working. a better word,
1: you were a, a handler. A, a handler. Team a manager.
3: Handler slash coach when I needed it. So like, yeah. one thing when you're working with really high level talent that I learned is sometimes no coaching is the best coaching. Yeah. If they're on point and they're like, that's what, that was cool about my position when my role with John was like, oh, he's on point. like... He's a beast i don't need to tell him anything yeah, yeah. so how long you kidding me? Yeah, you're making
1: me live here dude <coughs> how long how long were you in the team manager position till you got to john john or got so to work was, with john, john I was
3: working at o'neill for like a year and then the second year i kind of started working with john and doing the o'neill team so i was doing the o'neill team and then john was like i was really supporting john mm-hmm. so me and garth would just divide the work up so me and garth were a team so he was like hey let's get john on tour so what I did is I just kind of helped John do that QS year, um, and then he got on tour that year. Wow! Smoked it. So that was cool. That was like, okay, cool. I'm working with John, this and that. People looking from the outside in were probably tripping. Like, dude, how's this guy tagging along? I was tripping, John, trying to be John's best friend. This and that. I'm like, no, dude. I was. My, my thing is like, I want to, I want to, I want to show John. The grind, and if you take someone that's already super talented and you turn them into a grinder, you're gonna have a superpower. Yeah. So I showed them, hey, this is what the untalented guys do. You're the talent. Mix that together. Yeah. Boom. I did my job. It's a lethal, it There's the a lethal combination. Yeah. yeah. Talent
1: and and hard work and discipline.
0: Because there was no shortage of contracts and and like money and you know so so some people obviously not coming from like your upbringing or, or my you know you lo- you could lose drive or lose you know you know. Ambition and stuff is like, well, I'm getting this fat check. Who cares if I don't win? You know. Yeah. But when you got the eye of the tiger and you want hey, to show,
1: hey, the tiger. John, John won two world titles because of you. No, not only because of me. No. Hey, not you had he a was,
3: small part of it. He was going to get there either. Hey, way. Hey, you're welcome, John. John. Or, no, I know. there's <laughs> the thing. I yeah, know. Yeah, no, John was going to get there either way. I was, <coughs> I was fortunate enough. And John, trust me, John did more for me. Yeah. So, actually, John. Did a lot for me because he john was super talented with media and creative people don't know john was like super hands-on with like he got red cameras and he was working with this kid blake cooney he wanted to get he wanted, like good, well he wanted to
0: win events and be on tour but he also wanted good yeah. parts and yeah. different yeah. angles john, he knew yeah. he knew for sure how important that was a part, yeah. of, part yeah, of i it. wouldn't be that's here without
3: john like john actually did more for me than i did for him career-wise because he Reb he me. gave I mean, you clout. Ne- yeah, my network grew, and yeah. I started meeting all these cool people. All of a sudden, people are buying me dinner. I was yeah. eating dinner with Aki. Yeah, Aki was like toasting at our thing, saying my name. Aki's like, Sean, thanks for like all you're doing for the team. And, and, and Aki was so- at our dinner when he won Brazil. When I was um, in Brazil with him, so it was just kind of cool. He just grew my network, and then my relationship with Gr- with John, even grew even farther because John's like, hey. It, it was kind of one of those things. I talked to Garth about it too, but John's like, "Hey, I'm going to go on to Hurley." Like it was one of the, it was there, yeah. There was, there was a He's frenzy. making the move. So so yeah.
1: it was his decision. Like somebody already talked to him and said, "Hey, no,
3: no, there was a big yeah, obviously there's a super public bidding war for John John." Uh, but he O'Neil, says, when, "Wherever I'm landing, I he want you to, you to come, come with, with me. me." So John, me and John were so close at that time yeah. that John's like, "Hey, I want you to come with me, even though you're huge. Te-
0: yeah. technically under O'Neill's yeah. you Garth- know payroll <coughs> and umbrella, but." Yeah. You had to have that conversation with Garth. And, and, and O'Neill was down
3: for it. O'Neill's like, dude, why wouldn't you? You yeah. should do this. Because they're such, the O'Neill guys are such G's, you know? Yeah. They, they're like the sickest. They're like, it's, yeah, go. Like, it's a really
1: cool fact that you are part of the success of John John. I
0: mean, Another it's got to be phenomenal. Like, like yeah. I, don't
3: take, I can't take credit for any of it, just because like he's the freak talent, and it was going to happen either way. No, but I just think how was so cool to be a then, part for it. sure. The, the
0: timing, you know, yeah. how how you got involved, and in, I mean, yeah. how many but, guys that train and surf, whether they're retired pro surfers or whoever, to to have that connection with yeah. their, an athlete like yeah. that is. Think,
1: think about it this way: there's yeah. two people that you know. Where were you back when I was a grown man? <laughs> there's two people that were Jay that, that and are, are that are. Known as handlers or coaches for two time world phenomenon, mm-hmm. yeah, for you sure. and Ross Williams, yeah, yeah. you know, so
3: for that's sure. that's and, um, the, I think it was all good timing too, it's like perfect timing. That the, the thing with Ross was perfect timing for, for John and like for so you to branch out, out. Yeah. yeah, and then me to branch out. And, 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 and so he got some, his yeah, contract
1: better. with Hurley, yes, and he had to tell you, like, you have to tell Garth you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, and, well, we were
3: super transparent through the whole process yeah, and like, cool. me and Garth were really close at the time and the O'Neill team too there was like everyone there and they knew that like, hey look it looks like John's probably going to take you with him yeah. to Hurley as like John's I was pretty much like hey you're going to be you're going to work in Hurley Sports Marketing JJ slash JJF yeah. so I was a part of the sports marketing group and they had Nike just pumping that thing full of fuel yeah, right? yeah, so Pat O'Connell I met Pat O'Connell at a coffee shop and we got the deal done over a cup of coffee just sat with Pato um at um, C'est C'est bon right here on like a rainy Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, can I go to the bathroom real quick? Yeah. Let, let me that? pause. I guess, can, guys, um, so basically, I, I sat down with Pat O'Connell and um, and we got a deal. <coughs> we got a deal done over a cup of coffee. And uh, for and you
1: or for for, for your for role? Myself, yeah. Because John
3: was already at um, at Hurley at that time. Yeah. So he was already at Hurley, and it was in January, and we just got the deal done. And then I was like, boom! I'm, I'm like a part of like John's camp. Um, helping Early. out with there's like anything, John, like marketing, movie. Yeah. Did you get a pay raise? Anything, yeah, I got a pay raise. Nice. Um, double? Uh, I don't know. No, not double. Probably like 30%, 40%. Oh, nice. Because I already had kind of worked my way up at O'Neill where they, were, they yeah. were giving me kickers throughout the year. Was um, Was John giving you any kickers too? John, John gave me a bonus one year. Yeah, yeah he gave me a bonus because... The, the one thing about John was we we definitely had a winning formula when it came yeah. to competing. Like, dude, I, like if I, I was at an event with John, he was like he was like first, second, third, or fourth, like nice. every time. Like it was just like we had a winning formula. And yeah. I wasn't with him all the time because there's just other people. He was with his family and like he, you know he, was he had like, a good crew. support yeah, supporting. Crew yeah, and like you know he had other stuff going on, so I didn't want to be like. Honestly, really I I
1: got a kick out of seeing you at the events when I when I'd watch it on you know. Yeah. streaming live you're, you're just like you know they pan over to the crowd and there you are you yeah, know
3: people are tripping on it yeah
1: it's it fucking oh, pretty rad to it, see it, one, of our, boys, one of our know. boys you know yeah
3: and, and and i think like i was like <coughs> you know like i would carry the board bags like i would get two board bags and fly them over check into the hotel yeah get it all dialed in so i treated it i got a lot of inspiration from like watching like mma boxing real sports and i saw like say there's an mma fighter or a boxer, right? I've been watching boxing in MMA like my whole life since I was like 10 years old. That's kind of pretty much like, I, I love like MMA, I follow sports like super close and I was like, hey, they, they, the, the super, the is the superstar, right? And they need like the, all these things put in place and facilitated for them. Like why not be professional about it? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Like he, I think it got to a point where like I probably was overdoing it. Like yeah. he get to his place, there'd be food in the fridge, boards would be in the corner of the room already stacked up, wetsuits hanging. Like it was like full like concierge. Like that's why John wanted me around. John's like, yeah, hey, this guy's got my back. Yeah, this guy's got it dialed. Like, he know, must miss you.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, he does well now.
3: He has a full team of people and so he's really yeah. doing good. What, um,
0: what, what kind of strategies, you know, obviously you let the athlete do their deal. Mm-hmm. And they know what to do. Yeah. But like if he's going up against certain um, competitors, did just say, hey, this, you know, would,
3: did you get. There wouldn't even be like full strategies. It would be, um, hey, if it was big and stormy. Yeah. And, and crazy, hey, John, go out and do, do John shit. Yeah. Go out and do John. <laughs> yeah. Do John shit. Yeah, yeah. If you're in France. If, it, if it's, it's
0: small and kind of mushy, just get a couple under your belt and then go throw your yeah, John move. If you, you know, think, like. So
3: it just changes. So, say if you're at like a one foot left and you're against Miguel Pupo or someone, you're like, okay, like, John, maybe try and sit right over here and maybe, maybe he's reaching out to me, like, hey, what do you think? And the bank's kind of changing. But I won't really like go hands on and be like, hey, Here's the strategy for today, you know, and I think the reason why it worked when it did work is because I wasn't this like guy that felt pressure to coach because I was doing so much other stuff. I was there just to support him and like be there in his corner where I think that nowadays the coaches, they're getting paid to coach. So they always feel like they got to be in their guy's ear, like giving them a full breakdown and a full strategy and oh, the the camera's on. Like I gotta look like I'm like talking to my guy, where I never felt that because yeah, Yeah. because that's
1: detrimental when you you kind of over yeah overthink things for sure or overanalyze shit. You know, like you're a fucking good surfer, Mm -hmm. yeah. You need you know some guidance. Tides going high, you know it's Mm -hmm. not breaking here at fucking high tide. You know whatever whatever it is, it's thirty second intervals or whatever it is. Like all those things you should know, but like. Hey Laura, go catch a wave actually. Stand up in your heat. Dude,
3: Markson was like always the anchor, huh? He would just park it. Anchor. <laughs> he did I'm like, I only need like, two waves. Just I'll just wait for the
0: two waves. I, I don't I don't need to catch ten. I just need I just need to stand up, and do my deal. Did you, so you ever change, make it like, out of
1: a heat in Huntington, the US Open? Couple. <laughs> a couple. Gosh. If Every year running, we're right there. This, Cheer to Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was you
3: gotta figure it out. He was making freaking Whatever. Bunch of money, eight stickers on his board. Yeah, a lot of stickers. Yeah, but he had like Alita, like World Jungle. Remember the, the Silver his... Surfer
1: when he was riding those docks? Yeah, that was sick though. That dude. was sick.
3: He's ahead of his time. <laughs> if, if if he could go back. If, if, if and Instagram and market, yeah. yeah. Dude, social Joel, networking you, was in back then. I that
0: would have been. I, I would still be pro. Jay <laughs> would think. have like five million followers on Instagram he would. and like killing it.
3: Yeah, but he, he would. was just a little too far ahead. Yeah. Gosh, because he had the flash, he had the pizzazz, he had the. It's color. okay now,
0: now, now. He had the sprays.
3: Remember He had like six sprays. Yeah, yeah.
0: but now. But I, the show I, is not about Jay Larson. <laughs> it, it always is, but now, now I got a Grom, so I'm kind of just. I need him to grind it out and learn his own. I'm not sitting there like pandering too much. I'm, you know, I'm helping him out. Yeah. I'm trying to motivate him, but it's like, you know. You're doing gotta, it the right way.
1: Got to just kind of like, yeah, let him, let him figure it out. So, so, so how long did you work with JJ or JJF?
3: Um, yeah, no, there's funny photos of me um, cheering him up at like the CT events. Like in France, I'm like sitting there. I laugh. It's like me and Freddie i I'm like cheering up John John. I'm like, dude, I'm cheering up John John in this photo. Like it's crazy. So There's weird. a bunch of photos. If you really look, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll send them to you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think I it, it want to be till like the end of 2014. Okay. it, it, it was the end of the year, and then <coughs> long story short. Word got cut out of the picture, right? Which is okay, because it opened up more doors for me. So there were no other
0: athletes at the time when it was just John John?
3: Yeah, well, I was super focused on John John, but I was always helping out Hurley Sports Marketing. So I was mm-hmm. in Hurley Sports Marketing, like so, like helping out anything. Like I was doing like wetsuit inventory. Like people come through. Like Brandon Gilmet need a hand on this and that. I was working with other athletes. Yeah. I was like helping out the youth. Nice to be at, at,
0: uh, at headquarters I was, and being like, able to yeah. like you know meet and greet when people are for coming sure. into town.
3: Yeah, no, and I was like, uh, you know, Pat O'Connell's right hand man. I was working with Evan Slater in the um, marketing, so I was sitting in on like really cool meetings. Um there's like just cool stuff going on. Nike yep. was like coming in. There's Nike executives coming down, and like I learned a lot about like just like the levels and like creative work, and you know, learn how to work like keynote and just I was trying to trying to learn more skill sets. Yeah, and, and I think Hurley just set the standard on like athlete support mm-hmm. and and. And then, like, creative, kind of they have this big creative department and, like, execution on marketing. So they kind of just, like, set, like, a new status quo, and I was, like, a part of that. So that was cool for me to see that. It yeah. didn't last long, right? Well, was, <laughs> but, well Pat, and,
0: you're, and I'm sure you were yeah. involved, but just, you know, just redoing you know, the event sites and the athlete yeah, hangout yeah. areas and, and, and really giving them a, you know. Lowers was the
1: place that they kind of shifted step. it all to where it was like, whoa. Yeah. Locker you know, room, like locker food, like parking
0: spots, proper food yeah. and, you know, just having like plenty of, sh- you know, all the little stuff that a lot of events weren't having, they really like raised the bar. Yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah Which it was, was super good.
3: cool. It was big for surfing and big for the athletes and like, yeah, yeah, I was so to be a part of it. But the, yeah, when the thing, the John job fell through and then, Pat was calling me. Um, and I hope I'm not revealing too much information, but I, I feel like it's okay now, right? Like, it's, to talk about, how many years ago was this? Yeah, yeah. So then, basically, Pat's like, "Hey, why don't you? Um, why don't you?" Because <laughs> Pat was super cool. He's like, "Hey, you need to stay with Hurley. Like, let's keep you on board. Like, but work with
0: other athletes. Why you don't have. you like
3: start? Like, what do you think about doing something for the youth?" And I was like, "Yeah, well, let me let me think about it. Let me brainstorm some stuff." So then I built this thing called Hurley Youth. I was just like kind of messing around the office, and then I was like in Hawaii. And then I brought this filmer kid on and I was like, Hey, we're going to start like a category. And I just kind of try to take everything that I had done over the past, like six years. And I was like, Hey, how about like, we do a category and I built this deck out, right? A deck is like, you know what a deck is? Yeah. It's like a presentation of yeah. like, what the PowerPoint, PowerPoint and-, and I was like, Hey, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, athlete. Like it's going to be coaching. And so you gonna have the, the kids are gonna have a bench coaching. Perf- there's gonna be a performance side with trainers. And then there's going to be a media side. So we're going to start a YouTube channel. And it's going to be Hurley Youth on YouTube's channel. It's going to be on Hurley's channel. And it's going to be called Hurley Youth. And we're going to like kind of market these kids all on one platform. And then on the back end, we're going to be doing performance stuff. So it's kind of like an ecosystem around the youth at Hurley. And then all of a sudden the thing just caught fire. Yeah. We put out this video um, in Hawaii. I think I spent like two grand on it. $2,000 project. I've got this kid, Lane Stratton. Shout out to Lane Stratton. He was Kern Caples backup skate filmer and I met the kid at Hurley because my current was on it. Hurley and then me and this kid Lane just like started building projects and it was on like Eli Hanneman, Jake Marshall, um, N- Nick Marshall, Baron Mamiya, Matahi Drolet, Noah Beshin and it was like this thing about like that like kind of like
1: so you came up with this concept came up with
3: this concept nice. and then the, the Evan and Pat were like hey this thing's kind of like can I, can like, I ask
1: yeah. go back and ask yeah. why no more John John? Like what happened? Why I no more John? No, it yeah. was,
3: the results were there. So it was basically in 2014, I didn't go through the whole year with him, but the years I, the, the, the legs I did do with him, the results were there. Um, he fell short of a world title that year, right? So he was pretty much like, what was it? He was just like, he was in the mix for a world title. He went to Europe. He won in France. Then he got second at lowers, won in France, got third in Portugal. That's how his year end. That was the leg I did with him. I did lowers, France, Portugal. So it was second, first, third. And at the end it just like there was like some just like politics, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Politics that are just like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just like yeah. it was out of my control. The results were there, the formula was there, but it was just like one of those things they said, and, like, okay, I'm gonna send like And when it's important like that, like they
1: wanna see results. No, it and, wasn't
3: it wasn't because of like the world title, it was like internal politics right? between like the camp and like people wanting to be more a part of John's okay. process and I was taking on way too much responsibility. So got John it. was just kind of like flooding me with like a lot of responsibility, and I think people wanted more of that responsibility somewhat. Yeah. You know, not just De- in the company, but internally dele- with like family. And delegating, community. yeah, being yeah. more involved. People wanted to be more involved, and then that next year in 2015, he had a shocker, right? He got like 14th, like he, he had a shocker, and I thought I was actually gonna get a call halfway through the year. And then they ended up the next year, instead of me getting the call, they ended up delegating <coughs> it out remember it went like oh beat's gonna be here and then they ended up using a couple different people yeah they, you know? like they d- kind of different specialists
0: at different parts of the leg yeah. which was good it
3: worked he wanted, he wanted to yeah. but the, the year after I worked with him he had a shocker he got like 14th in the world yeah. so I was like okay shoot well maybe they need to find the balance between like if it's not me it needs to be someone else yeah, yeah. But no which how good probably you are, worked in your out at that level you know
1: it all worked out in your favor anyway yeah right which is mm-hmm. amazing but it's, it's kind of um that wasn't bitter I wasn't. I was curious at all. to know what what led to that. Um, it was, there was separation. Whole, well, John's
3: thing wasn't as buttoned up. There was a, just a lot of people around at that time. Everyone yeah. wants
1: a piece of him at that time, yeah. and you
0: know a lot of um, people. Yeah, and it me like
3: yeah, all like positive towards that whole camp. I'm still good friends with John. Like obviously we don't hang out, but like I'm super close with the Florences, and like yeah, yeah. those are like my people. You know, yeah. we have a big part of history together, so. Um, but yeah, no, it was definitely at the time it was like kind of funky. I was yeah, like, fuck the results are there. Like everything's in place. Like yeah, right. Let's keep this going. But it didn't work out. So long story short, the Hurdle youth thing took off. Like we did this. Um, uh, it wasn't easy, but we we like did this little thing and put out this YouTube thing. We're like, hey, the future is going to be YouTube. This is before it was. A I love blogging YouTube and everything. There's there's no blogging. That's anymore. all I ever do is watch YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Still. <laughs> Me too. Right, I mean, I got on YouTube the other day for like an hour. Oh I was like, what shit, I, doing? I need to get off here.
0: How to fix anything? Yeah. I'm a freaking pro at everything now. <laughs> Wait, let me open up my YouTube channel.
3: I have a treadmill in the garage. I can't fix it. I tried to tighten the belt. YouTube it, dude. And, and no, I know I YouTube it, and it was like, hey, you got to tighten the belt. So I got this thing, and I started tightening the belt, and it made it worse. I was oh, like, no. oh no, no, so I got a call. um So, anyways, I started the Hurley you thing, and then. um the YouTube videos just just went crazy, like 500,000 views, like 2.6 million on uh, Facebook, like damn. surpassing like every anything that they've ever done in the whole surf industry. Our our numbers were bigger than everyone at that time. Early youth, damn. And it was about like we put out this edit of Eli Hanneman when he was 12 <coughs> years old, and Eli was uh, he had these rainbow boards and he was 12 years old and he was doing like shoveits and surfing Lahaina Harbor and he was real technical and small. We interviewed him and we're like, hey, let's just throw this thing out yeah like we'll see how it goes ding, 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 and the thing ding. just went to like 2.8 million on Hurley's Facebook holy it went shit went to like India and like China Japan Eli, little Eli had like 5k on his Instagram handle it went to like 20k within like two days wow and this was like so there's we like, need there's, to start filming yeah. <laughs> we started, so then we started doing like all these videos on each kid and I did like these profile series and then on the back end it was like I was like hey we're gonna win titles let's win titles let's win surfing America let's win nationals so it's kind of just like a, a full like ecosystem kind of around the athletes yeah. well the youth didn't
0: yeah. really I mean social media was obviously exploding you know mm-hmm. like it has but you know they probably didn't know really how to promote themselves at that time nobody really knew mm-hmm. that kind of downloads or, 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 or views you would get yep. you know but these are just little groms and I mean that who's watching that other little groms you know, yeah. 100%. It, it,
3: Mike, it's all my kids watch. Yeah. They want to see what other little girls are <clears throat> doing. And I think sometimes in the surf industry, we, we're so close to it and connected to it. We forget that like when, say when like Andy would come in town or like Taj Barrow or someone that was like, that you looked up to, you'd be like, oh my God, that's like Taj Barrow or that's Andy. Or and I think kids are still the same. It's just digested differently. Yeah. It's digested. It's on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. They, they have...
1: They have a direct line to people now where they don't have to wait until August when the U.S. Open comes around.
3: Perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's a perfect example of it. Mm. So yeah, afterwards. On the planet. Jay's looking at my Laird Creamer I <laughs> have over there. Yeah, I have it too. It's so good. Maybe we should get him to sponsor of the podcast. Good. Come on. Laird? Can I, can I manage your podcast? Bro. Good. Can I sell it? I'll be your manager? Of course. 10%? Let's do this. Is this... It? We thought you'd never ask, bro. <laughs> this is it. Okay, guys. So I'm All on right. my second Modelo, and these guys are on their fourth one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Lars on his eighth. Who's counting? One. My back is so hurting. I'm like, yeah. I'm a lightweight, so. Um. So where are we on my life story? Um, this is like You, you got to thing. the Hurley
1: Youth. That blew up.
3: That blew up. But, you know, there's obviously, it was tough because there was a lot of, there was, a, I called this other thing called Futures, and there was the people, the kids that were going to become Hurley Youth because it's hard to once you throw 20 kids all in one thing it kind of dilutes it and it comes off corny, you know so yeah. it's like hey like this is like a real
0: premium segment it.
3: yeah premium service premium delivery but then there's other category futures just underneath it so i kind of bracketed it out right i kind of like a farming it, system it, the farming system for the, the early youth. for the youth. So underneath that was like hey you, you're going to come up and you're going to graduate into the early youth yeah, yeah. way didn't get flooded. <clears throat> Like there's there's for sure challenges you know what i mean like i'm sitting here talking about this and that but like dude in between that process and like parents and like yeah dude people are haters people are haters always like straight up like so crazy always people are just haterate all day and stuff and then obviously you know there's like people can get you know there's maneuvering and politics in the industry and yeah like you got to really like navigate properly and navigate the right yeah. way and you like can't
1: let the hate dictate what you're gonna do exactly that's
3: you know like, dude, that's just like a meme right there yeah <laughs> so, so how, how long
0: um, did that Hurley ride you know window so for- when
3: I was I was doing the Hurley youth and everything was good I had a really good relationship with everyone at Hurley and I learned a lot all my close friends but I felt like I needed more out of myself so yeah, you were
1: going there like you were an employee. You you went. I was a 1099 That's okay. the whole
3: time. I've always been a 1099 independent okay. contractor. So so you didn't.
1: Was, you weren't obligated to go in the office all the just, time. You just you just went whenever you. Yeah, I'm around the corner. I'm gonna do
0: whatever it takes. Like open up yeah, more doors. Exactly. So,
3: long story short, this that doing that, and then I felt like I needed to do more. I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I, 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 this Hurley Youth thing's cool, and the Hurley Youth, they kind of like, I don't want to say they clipped the budget, but they're like, hey, like we're not going to spend this money on the youth. Like we want you to keep doing what you're doing, but kind of just like do it at a lower level. So it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, well, um, I'm going to kind of figure out something else, you know? And then, so I approached them. I was like, hey, I'm going to start. I want to start. I've always wanted to kind of have like my own business and my own management company. I had like this I had this vision in my head for like two or three years, and it just couldn't leave my head. And it was like all about an like, all-inclusive management company. I was like, I want to have a management company. and It's going to be media. It's going to be performance and it's going to be management. So I'm going to be here. Like I had it in my head forever and obviously in a perfect world. Was there anybody ground. doing it already? Not, but there's people kind of, no, not really. It was like, cause I was, I was meeting with agents and I was like helping like, so agents would come and meet about contracts and they right. want to talk the numbers. Right? right. And then there was media kids and then there was coaches and I was like, how could I like kind of bring this together Yeah. Like under one service? Yeah. So like there's a, a management coaching and media all under one Kind of thing, and I was like, simplify
0: no. it. I I know you know all aspects of the business. Like, so just made yeah. sense.
3: I was kind of like, fuck it. Like, I can do this myself. So then I just told them, hey, I'm going to start my own business, and I want to take these guys, and they signed off on it. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'd rather ha-. they're going to get taken by someone anyway. Yeah. So might as well be with someone because because obviously you got to have the relationships to so you're not just going to go and sign right people. right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do.
1: You know, you know. I'm yeah. sorry to cut you oh, off, no, but. Go ahead. You know who Josh Harland is? Yeah. He's the one that started St. Archer. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know that he was a... I don't know him
3: personally I know who you're talking
1: about. He yeah. was a videographer for Taylor yeah, Steele videos. That's right. Yeah. Then he ended up making um, making um, his own movies and making Timmy uh, Curran's music videos yeah. and started... He got, he got an agent setting him up with music gigs. Yeah. And yeah. then he became an agent.
4: No way. Yeah.
3: But more of like uh, did did he um, did he do the Saint Archer thing? He sell it? Yeah. So they, yeah. Admit, so they made some serious yeah. chatter. Yeah. Big time. It's not about it's not about him. Yeah. But uh,
1: Budweiser called him like two years into it. Said, "Hey, we'll give you thirty mil." He he declined, and called Coors and sold the Coors for ninety million. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Dang, that's a cool story. Under I three years. I think everyone a part of that whole thing made a lot of Oh yeah. And, it, and he went
0: yeah. into the business. You gotta listen to the episode. He went <clears> into the <throat> business with like zero beer beer experience or anything. Zero. Zero. Just like I'm gonna this. No this, college education. Yeah. Just like you. Just hustler. You just hustled it. You yeah. you were just innately well, yeah. just take no for an answer and learn There's you know, like difference. have you know we're in a work economy. ethic with Big you know. Okay, yeah. But like well, we're in a
3: condo in Costa Mesa, you know, so I still yeah. got some ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, you you're, <laughs> you're on your way.
0: Hey, I'm is I like the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: got I got mirrors in my limited, I inherited these mirrors. I didn't
1: put these in. All right, so so you started your own ward management. Ward
3: management. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to start this. I just got an LLC, got business. And insurance. you were what?
1: Twenty nine,
3: thirty, um,
1: twenty eight. Oh, I don't even know where no. I am right now. You start
3: losing track, huh? Yeah. Hold on it's just now. a number so probably like 33 well and you said like, hey starting my own game i'm gonna start my own business i'm gonna go for it i have this vision in my head and i know i'm just gonna go for it so. did you
0: consult with any of your peers like you yeah tar- of course Garth 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 or or, everyone. or everyone. like consult with everyone for Pato and all these Pato, guys Pato, that you know
3: everyone like and i kind of took everything that i liked about everybody so i like certain things about um you know certain agents you know yeah I didn't like a lot of things about certain agents and yeah I was like okay hey like yeah. I know what not to do and what to do and what I like and what I don't like so I just kind of took things that I liked about everyone I had worked with you know or you even coaches like Chris Gallagher and like certain guys I'm like hey this guy like really this and like so, so many people are so talented um, so I just tried okay how, how do I bring this together so then I just kind of just launched the thing in 2016 2016, I just launched it. I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm going in on this. This this makes sense." And who um, who is your there's, first? There's uh, another
0: there's another twenty three thousand in credit card bills going right yeah, right up. Yeah, yeah. Back, sure.
3: back to back <laughs> <laughs> go?" Um, who, who is your so first client? Was, I had the clientele set up, but then also underneath that, I had like a freelance category. So that was where like, hey, I'll go and I'll do coaching for you. And I, and I was doing like coaching, freelance coaching, and I was going to do an event support. And it was all freelance. Or, hey, I'll, I'll build out, I'll, I'll put together and, like, create content for you. But there's a lot of freelance work underneath the roster. So it was um, Eli Hanneman, Barry Mamiya, Caden Tyratolo. So it was kind of like, hey, I'm going to build this cool ecosystem with these kids and then this is like a ten-year plan because look, they're all so talented and they're young. And they're you know, young, they're yeah. Young and they're going they're to be producing but it content. But to work if they're if they do what we know they can do. It's going to work. Yeah. Um, so that was that. But then underneath that to support that was all this freelance work. You know what I mean? Like so, I was like, okay, hey, I'm gonna. Go so you
1: would it. you would do, you would build content with that athlete for their team for their brand.
3: Exactly. So I, I look at it as, uh, and I still, this is how I do my business today is as we're partners. So say I just did this deal with Baron, um, with Ruka and it's like, Wait, hey, let's congrats on that. Hold on. L- okay. l- l- that's a big, <laughs> okay. big story to tell it. But, um, so, so basically it's like, Hey, I'm going to take, so say an Eli Hanneman, a Baron, like say, just, just focus on the surf side right now. So it's like, um, I'm going to, I'm going to be coaching them at events. I'm going to be with you in your corner at events. But if Joelson Taylor there, or someone's there that's better than me at a certain break, that's your coach. So it's like you have a team, and I kind of facilitate and bring that team together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like, hey, I'm I got ready. this
0: guy in Hawaii. Yeah. I got this guy in Oz, or you know. Yeah, wherever. I'm,
3: I'm the head coach, so like everything runs through me. But I'm there for you at the events. Like yeah. I got your backup board. I got the freaking so, whole program ready to go. Like yeah. Do How
1: are you making your money through the athlete and the brands or?
3: Well, it all comes through the brands. So okay. basically, I work off percentages. So percentage of prize money, percentage of um, salaries, percentage of, of uh, salaries yeah. and bonuses and incentives or whatever. So anything that comes from sponsorship money and prize money. And the way it makes sense for the guys financially is they don't have to pay a coach and an agent. Yeah, so yeah. Normally, these You're people all have an agent and a coach. Yeah. yeah. So like, okay, You're I get two pay. for
0: one, but. Um, obviously... Like, they actually
3: save money by going to me. They're yeah. Like, hey, you're going to save money. Yeah. Especially if you go to the top, top level if you're a CT guy and, and once these all my guys make the CT, that's the goal, right? So they're going to actually Jeez. be saving... 80, How sick 000. is that going to be? They're going to be saving $80,000 a year on a coach because they'd, they'd, at this level they're going to have to have an agent and yeah. a coach. And it's like, okay. Well,
1: think about that. Like, salary for a coach is probably 80K, right? Well, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Well, plus the travel, right? Like, yeah. the coach isn't... You gotta, you gotta pay, pay for your agent their, and the percentage. You, you gotta pay for be, yeah. You need somebody airfare, sure your lodging, to board. You know all that shit. So it's not just eighty; it's like 150, yeah. 160 and, grand. Yeah. So I just
3: came through the windows on the surf industry, like Death Row Records. Dude, just can't do the windows. Yeah. <laughs> I, <came> <laughs> like, I didn't come through the. You front
0: should night.
3: Um, yeah, and then also there's the business side, so. I do their contracts negotiate their contracts you know secure marketing opportunities you know endemic non-endemic um and then build out marketing I build out like uh projects like media projects so basically like you know youtube social networking you know sometimes yeah. sometimes i'll um kind of put the projects together and storyboard them out with like you know photos and slides. damn dude whole thing or well yeah but but it only works at a premium level and it has to be very tight that's the sad part because i'm I'm saying no more than i'm saying yes to clientele because it's like say you take a kid that's from here and he's pretty good but he's not making any money so there's no money for me that's what sucks yeah yeah so i'm only making like 10 to 20 percent of of all the money coming through but it makes sense only if it's premium you know, yeah, it has to be premium, so it has to stay premium. Yeah, your
1: athletes, yeah, have to garner the attention and the budget. Yeah, so and then the product that you know, the content that you that you well, output has to be maybe premium. Maybe, exactly.
0: Maybe yeah. you'll be able to tear. You know, maybe one of our listeners, you might get a young grom that maybe <laughs> might not be a, you know aspiring to be a pro, but loves the business and stuff. So you might mm. you know you might be able to start a.
3: Because uh, okay. tell us tell us about tell okay. us about uh, ward ward management right. So, so ward management um because you you
1: don't just um you're not just an agent for surfers you uh, manage other
3: athletes right. Somewhat, but I've kind of narrowed it down now where I feel like surfing is my. Instead of spreading myself thin and trying to like, you know, yeah. go and smooth at these other events, that's a, there's a lot of like work and then like to that, you know, like mm-hmm. you come in and I never want to be the kook that's like, oh, like, you know, how you know how it is like when someone comes in to surfing, they start going, oh, yeah, I know so and so, yeah. and you're like, dude, oh my god, yeah. you want to be authentic, like, and, the Twitter, yes. the name dropper, you, you want to be yeah. authentic
0: and, and yeah. true, but give the same you know, level of
1: service and quality and be cool.
0: Exactly. Right. So I'm Before. kind of more
3: focused on like surfing. You know okay. I mean, I think because you like, were handling MMA guys. I was trying. Yeah. You know, so definitely it was there, but I, I was like, I kind of refocused. Okay. The the, the the business model. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was like, hey, look. And obviously now things change. We're not there yet, but like i you know, I've made some changes to my business over the past, you know, month or two.
1: Yeah. So. Okay. Ward management. You, you Eli Hanneman, Bear Mamiya.
3: Kaden Tyratolo, you know, and then um, also I, I added in this girl, Bahine Fierro. She's uh, like top 20, she's second in the world right now in the QS. She's a Roxy girl from Tahiti, has roots here in California. Um, so I brought her in as my girl. Okay. So, so hopefully awesome. the goal, so the long term vision with that just squad right there, I'm going to build out probably like two or three more in within that roster. Yep. Um, and also, obviously, there's prospects. So I have a, a um, kind of like a prospect list of people that I work with but they're not, like, officially, like, my poster. Under your... You know, like, my, my... But you might freelance <laughs> for a certain, certain <laughs> reason just to get to know them and yes, work with them a little bit exactly. and kind of feel them out. So I'm probably actually working with more like 10 people. You know, I'm probably yeah. working with 10 people. The Marshalls, I work with the Marshall brothers. Um, Jake Marshall, I go on the road with Jake Marshall. Um, there's some kids around here. There's kids, Zeke Choi, I helped him out. I got him on, like, Pizel, uh Hurley. So there's people I help out all over. Eli yeah. Olson... So I'm working with all these people, but the people that are officially like my like front line is like kind of like on my surf side is, is Eli, Barron, and Bikini right now. Yeah. And now I'm going to build it out. I'm going to have, you know, obviously build it out to, to more than that. Yeah. Um, and
1: right now, all those guys ride for Hurley except for Baron. None of them ride for Hurley. None of them do?
3: Not now. Okay. At this time, yeah. Okay. Not wow. now. No, no, no. I don't, I don't have no business with Hurley at all. It's kind of funny to think, and then keep in mind the the vision there is, is Eli and Baron are top ten CT, right? And then Behine top top five top ten CT. She has those kind of skills. You guys can like look it up, but like she's really good. So then, and then obviously one more girl, one more guy. You have three CT surfers on two the men's girls. side, two on the girls. You have you know, yeah. five CT surfers. That's the long term vision for like yeah. The thing. But it takes some time because you can't just come in. And be like, hey, like, I'm gonna steal somebody go from, from over here. Yeah, you're gonna come with me. They're already, they already have agents, they're already yeah. in the game, they already have. Yeah, you, you, know, you contract want, you
0: set. want, you want somebody to grow with with you, somebody new, somebody yep. that you could help. And you have know, to mold. tell the
3: narrative. I've already created the narrative around each guy. So, say, with with Baron, he's like the badass older brother, came from nothing, worked his way up the pipeline rankings, and he's the whole package. He's the modern day AI, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he can serve small waves, big waves, airs. He's, Pipe. he's he, gnarly. He could be maybe one of the best servers I ever lived at Pipe. He's, he's yeah, right gnarly. There. Like right can, there. Like, you watch it live, like, he's the best guy out besides one or two other guys. Like yeah. He's right there with John, Jamie level. You yeah. When he's just turned 19. And then with Eli, he's been like the chosen one, the prodigy, kind of like the Nija level of a. Handling. You know, Naija, you know, yeah. when he was, you know, how he yeah. do any trick, any way. Yep. Eli has that thing where he, like, he can do the Fleet moves with the Bruce Iron style. So he grew up watching parko and philippe toledo and slater and medina all at once so yeah. now we're getting the kind of like okay he's coming oh i like this but i, I want to charge i want to surf pipe but yeah. i want to do big errors with a good style yeah so that's where i got a little unicorn with these guys i got two unicorns and that's why people are like oh why don't you just keep i'm like no i have two unicorns yeah, yeah, yeah. these kids are like unbelievable i'm well, you know, like why, why would that, I, my that,
1: philosophy in life is do a lot with a little. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, and you can focus on a little. Mm-hmm. Like if you focus on too much, you're not going to do a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to be instead of handling ten things and yep. be shitty at ten things, yep. handle two things or four things and be amazing at
3: that right yeah, yeah. no that's a good philosophy
1: to <clears throat> yeah, you gotta you be a multitasker too
0: and I yeah. wouldn't be
3: I want to be shit without them believing in like the program and the process and like but you know, so it goes both ways like yeah. I give maximum effort on my side and then they give maximum effort on their side but that's because
0: you're giving them the service that they deserve yeah. and the, the service you want to give them yeah. you know if you like you said yeah. spread yourself thin it's like well he's never around he's all he's got to focus on this.
1: But you're not elevating mm-hmm. the relationship and them at the same time you forgot so. the fucking whipped cream in my hot
3: <laughs> body. seriously no, and,
4: and, layer turmeric
1: I wanted the layer <laughs> coconut and
3: the, I know for the most part like 80% of the time we're joking around and, have, and it's all mellow but there obviously is now with the Brazilians coming into the sport the Brazilians changed it wow the Brazilians yeah. changed surfing like yeah Gabriel Medina can land an air any way, at any time. Anywhere, anywhere any wave, anywhere anytime. What's the other anywhere? dude's and name? And he can go out of Fiji, and he can go to Chopu. And, like, so now it's like, okay, yeah. What's fun, the other dude's it's name? It's a- surfing, but, okay, if you want to be at that top level. <sighs> Does Gabriel like, you're competing beers? with these Brazilian, I don't know. But you're competing <laughs> with these Brazilian guys. Like
1: yeah. They're the gnarliest uh, surf athletes ever.
3: Yeah, and that's why John and, like, Kolohe and those guys are like, okay, we're coming after him, And they've done a good job, you know, but, like. For they, sure. So so that's why it's 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 all cool and it's surfing and we're and we keep it super fun. We're joking around most of the time, but when it yeah. comes to like competition and like you're gonna fly around the world and you're gonna try and throw on it's this big jersey, business, dude. Yeah. Like, it's dude, serious. It's, it takes some serious sacrifice and effort on the personal side and on the the effort side, like to take well, like a Brazilian. out was like
0: I was seeing Colohe out on Southside on a two-foot day. I'm like, who's this guy ripping? kind of looks like Kolohe. I'm coming down at like 6.30 with my grom, and he's already getting out of the water. He's like, oh, I just went and saw my CrossFit trainer, and yeah. I, just, I just did two hours, and then I just go quick surfing and head home, and I'm like, it is... Yeah. it's 6.45 in the morning. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, if if Law would have done that in, in his day,
1: it would have been a different story. <laughs> but he did it, and here we are. No, but... Um, no,
3: Kolohei... <laughs> bro. Like, dude, I have so much respect for for Kilohe, Oh, like, dude. People that don't know Kolohei don't know <clears throat> that he's like the grindiest guy you've ever met in your entire life. Like, any heat that guy's ever made. That's why I trip when I hear, like, some people hate him on the internet or say something like, dude, you don't even know this kid, bro. This kid wakes up like, 4 in the morning and, like, trains his ass off. Like, he's yeah. He's some, like... Powderpuff, powder Powderpuff yes. kid, like he's like, dude, the kid's gnarly. Like yeah, he, he earned his spot. He Earned
1: it. You know, <laughs> yeah. We talk about uh, professional athletes mm-hmm. and how there's not a lot of professional jobs, athlete jobs out mm-hmm. there, right? Like uh, the football league is 32 teams, right? Yes. Basketball's got mm-hmm. how many teams? And surfing, you know, that's even smaller. So for for anybody to be a professional athlete okay. that has a chance, like the kids that you're, you know, mm-hmm. grooming and managing. It's cool because you can you can tell those guys aren't, like... Normal. They're not normal. They're, mm-hmm. they're like, hyper-focused on their craft and, like, succeeding. And drive work. and yeah. passion. And, I mean, everybody, you know... They're
0: not a Larson is like, what no, I'm no, trying no, to say.
3: Like, so so, <laughs> but, so as you work for Ruka, right? Yeah. Which is a cool brand. It's sick. But I think there's a balance. I don't know. It's pretty cool though, too. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know too. Shout out to our sponsors, Ruka and it's just no, kind of no, There's a balance there because I'm sitting here. We're talking about grind it out and yeah. like, jock jock. No surf jock doesn't sell. Surf jock sucks. Yeah. Rad fu like old school like that's that's what sells like yeah. badass older brother marketing lives on forever. Prodigy yeah. like so that's the thing like I think. There's, you know, there's these, these pro surfer guys that are coming up, OCP, but it's like, a lot of it's super corny. You're like, Oh my yeah. God, this is like, dude, like this guy's like stretching out on the internet. Like yeah. doing this awkward routine with like <laughs> this weird, like plyometrics with like a beanbag, bag. And you're like, dude, this is just so bad. This isn't surfing. So yeah. there's definitely a balance there where yeah. it's like, yeah. Hey, you got to work hard, but like you still want to keep your thing cool. Like, like, uh, like a Taj, you know what I mean? Like yeah. where the sick clothes? Yeah. be steezy, Yeah. be cool you have can be edge little, have some edge yeah. and then still win the heats and I yeah. think that's where I, like with yeah. my guys I try and like they're, they're already cool as it is they yeah. already have that cool vibe where they don't like and the whole you know that with vlogging and everything sometimes yeah. like oh dude this isn't cool you know like, yeah. surfing is supposed to be like cool like if you're a celebrity and you surf you're cool yeah like let's you know so it, it is totally It like is that.
0: definitely cool because I mean but you're going to have all of that yeah. you know yes yeah. It's such you a... Have, you have both. They we talk about out. it all the time. Surf has all these little subcultures within mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, back in the day, it's like you're a longboard, longboarder, Barney, or you're like the shortboard high-performance mm-hmm. you know, high guy. And now you got like the eclectics. Yeah. You know, there's like... There's Dude a lot of... trying to be
1: torn, Martin. You know? Yeah.
0: There's guys that have natural just ability. And then there's guys that really try hard to, to you know... Be in a contest. Be, yeah. To do... You know, there's all these different personalities and stuff. But I think just being authentic. You know, yes, letting, sure. letting your personality shine through no matter if you're that jock kind of guy and that's just who you are and you can still have fun and be cool at yeah. that. But if you're just the kind of guy that's like, dude, I just want to look cool or whatever and I still rip, you know, like it's just yeah. highlighting everybody's personality is mm-hmm. kind of like the hardest job, Yeah, you know, because it, it could easily be mis- you know- Miss, um, you know, viewed as like, oh, he's trying too hard. You know, it looks cheesy. Like when you you get to that point, he's forcing it. That guy looks like he's forcing it. When you, when it looks easy and you're not forcing it, I don't just mean surfing. I mean, behind the scenes personality or whatever. That's, that's a win-win. Yeah. And it could be, like I said, a jock. It could be like the, you know, kind of retro guy. It could be, you know, like a Machado guy that just, you know, rip and just cruise and have fun. I mean, there's a lot of cool, you know, personalities in the sport. Yeah. There's but so
1: many different.
0: You gotta let the you gotta let them shine without it looking forced.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So tell us about. It's so
3: hard to like get <clears throat> like a, a company to buy in mm-hmm. and, and like actually put a contract, like a big contract, together unless there's something else there. You know what I mean? Like to what you're saying, like it's yeah. Really or not, he wins heat. There's, heats. there's well, gotta be there's, legacy, win heats, yeah. there's gotta be like a legacy play or like some kind of like narrative or like this, a story. this is perfect, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. You, you just inked a mm-hmm. huge deal for your. One of your premier athletes, yeah. who left Hurley, and now is it Ruka Ruka, yeah, Ruka. yeah. RVC- and that just RVCA for the, some of you, and you know? that just happened like Monday,
3: right? No, for sure, it's it's funny, but it's been a long time in the world. It's a lot of people thought that it was like um, it was because of the Hurley sell and this. Not no, like I've been friends with Pat Tanore for like four years. Yeah, I've known Pat Tenori and all the Ruka guys forever. I've been talking to. You know, Pat and all those guys about Baron, for a long time, they've been a big fan. So they are, they've always kind of been like, hey, we're we're kind of waiting. When Baron's, you know, when it's time and it's contract, obviously we can't break contract. And, like, <clears throat> you, know, you have to, like, follow the rules, you know. But um, it was one of those things where, where Pat Tenori and even the just the Ruka umbrella was always like, hey, we want Baron to come on board. And we're going to, like, we'll make a move, like, a serious move for him. So it just made sense. And it it yeah. was perfect timing because... We were actually working on this back in October, but that we didn't actually ink the deal and announce it till January. But people thought, "Oh, Baron got dropped by Hurley." No, Baron was going to go to Ruka no matter what. Yeah, like we were like contracts were up in December thirty yeah. first. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. you just
1: had to write it out. And so, were you were you partly responsible for that edit that he dropped?
3: Um, which one? The we stab watched. one. The yeah, mind yeah. that was cool. Uh, yeah, I helped like kind of produce it. And direct it yeah So uh, I basically help manage the budgets and obviously you got to get the money to pay for the yeah the, the edit and then kind of manage the budgets and then kind of storyboard it out yeah
1: because kind of- uh that have you seen it yeah it's fucking yeah, it's mind crazy. melting right. yeah the shit that he does yeah, it's, it's just getting started too oh my god uh, yeah. i think one thing about the Baron i think i watched a little bit of it um earlier today yeah just because i knew we were coming here and i was like uh, yeah it came yeah, up on surfing, youtube the you hear that rom <laughs> <laughs>
3: baron's upstairs at my house right now <clears throat> no i think one thing with baron is like he's he he won surfing americas he won nationals like he he won the uh, the wsl junior series like back to back to back yeah. he breakthrough Performer of the year back to back like he got he AI, the he's not just like a He got the AI YouTube, award
1: like, this year,
3: right? He got the Andy award. But yeah. he's, he hits the marks performance-wise and he backs it up yeah. with like the content. So I think with Ruka, it's just like a perfect synergy there because Ruka kind of needs like someone as far as like that could possibly go to that CT level. Well, yeah. if I see Baron at that CT level within the next two years. You know? Yeah, for sure. So it, when you have Baron doing what he's doing with that like kind of like fu surfing like that's like hey you know what i'm gonna ride a six to a pipe airdrop and get the wave of the day like I'm, that's <clears> and <throat> i'm gonna grab my nuts on the way out yeah like how's that one with the camel rukas on like yeah. that, that all makes sense right like it's ruka like yeah so i think that's the the vision there is is, is baron doing his thing on the wsl platform with the ruka brand along with everything else you know The Instagram well ruka has so. been i mean Ruka needs is, all the is, help
0: is, we can get. This is my <laughs> my opinion. I mean we, we we don't go after the big contest winners. Obviously mm-hmm. we don't you know, we go after personalities. You know, like we go yeah. after people that, that are Authentic and they drive, they they have their Ruka own. Luca looks own for dude. the
1: best surfers, the best looking surfers, just not the best looking and best looking. Reps. surfing reps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. You know, homo. Uh, no, but like I mean, if he's like you said, it's a it's a good fit because, you know, he does such a good job on his own edits. I mean, he's a freak in the water, but he has that potential to, you know, get on the CT and dude, and, and and be. He that, could be a that. world title beater yeah. for yeah. sure
3: for sure yeah. and, and like it's like that famous phrase like uh, Rome wasn't built in a day you yeah. know what I mean like you watched Baron surf when he was 15 and then you watch him yeah. surf now like he's just really cleaned up his surfing and like his rail game yeah and he's, he's like, how old is he? 19? Surf, he's 19. but it, he wasn't The thing he's not Baron, even ma- uh, uh, you know
1: yeah. his man muscles aren't even developed yet
3: yeah they, but they, you know, that's funny. <coughs> Where are you, how old are you and you're you're still waiting for your you man muscles why your front door <laughs> Um, you guys need to get this on YouTube. I think see, it on <laughs> It's they, going to happen. You can see the stack of Lars beers and yeah. my second beer right here. It's pretty depressing. Um, but no, no, I think with with Baron is like he wasn't the hyped up prodigy like a Kolohe or a Julian. Yeah, no, he's he was pretty underground. Like really, he, he kind of his surfing was a little rough around the edges when he was younger, and he actually worked on it. And he's done work with like technique. And yeah. he's kind of been my like. I mean, Eli guy. is way
1: way more technical no- in notoriety
3: at, at like his Barry. age yeah. than baron exactly where baron had to kind of work backwards like yeah he was already really good at airs and really good in the barrel and like good at like baron's good at finding the best wave at any spot at any time like you throw yeah. him out of huntington and he's gonna like walk in and find the best wave it's I've, weird like yeah. i was
1: uh first-hand witness to that a couple times <laughs> on south side
3: yeah. yeah like he, motherfucker <laughs> he knows how to burn it burn him and yeah hey, no. you know, friends are sean um this so awesome. and, and Baron has put in the time. Like he, he came and stayed at my house. He yeah. surfed one foot Newport. Like he surfed Blackies and Southside yeah. Huntington. I've seen,
0: I've seen you guys Blackies, yeah. Southside, on, yeah. you know, Greatwood. Yeah.
3: yeah, on like one foot Southside Huntington. Yeah. He's found a way to have fun doing it. Like, hey, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah. I'm enjoying my time. But you so, told
0: him this is what you got to do if you want to win some heats
3: on the QS. Exactly. So he's put in his time, and, and he's had some good runs on the QS. But he's had to, with Baron, we've had to work backwards. Yeah, And that's what I think a lot of parents and coaches um I'm bouncing around a little bit right now, but like a lot of parents and coaches, they want their their kid to be like working with this coach, and he's going to get coached all the time. And hey, meet on Southside, and you're going to get coached, and you're going to get good. Where I feel like the kids need to have some freedom too. Freedom, gotta yeah. be Freedom. Go out and try errors for a whole session, or go out and try rail hooks, or watch some surfing and get some inspiration. Yeah. Off surfers and apply your own style and your own thing, because I feel like yeah. if you're honestly, to they get...
1: need to go on mini surf trips up and down the coast with that their too. friends, you know? Because yeah, yeah. the kids that are ripping. Yeah. They, you know, they all go together, and they're all pushing each other, you know, yeah. in different spots. Yeah, you you need to open just up their eyes anything. in their world, and, and not you can't just surf. Fans. You gotta learn how to surf every condition, yeah. and you know, every nuance of. Well, that's. The ocean. How, I mean,
0: that's even us. Like to stay motivated and stay psyched, it's like you, you got to try different boards. Hey, I'm gonna throw different fins on yeah. this board. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go surf. You know, a different spot, even if it's half a mile down the beach. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole new like sandbar yeah. and whatever. You got to stay psyched for sure.
3: Yeah, for sure. And then with, with Eli, it's been a totally different, they're different personalities. Yeah. So like I've used, like, so I've had all these people, I've worked with over a hundred surfers and marketing in the marketing side and the performance side and the management side. So now it's like, okay, you got to like rubber band a little bit. Like, you know, Baron's a little more raw and just like, Hey, just give me the board. And like, that's his strength, you know, where Eli's a little more methodical and a little more organized and like, yeah, there's different personalities and you got to like kind of find a way to where Eli's like, he took him forever to grow. So with Eli, he was stuck at like 95 pounds, 5'3", forever. And I was like, he would go out, do a, a blowtell and an air reverse and get a six. Some kid will do a floater and a, and a speed float. And I was getting arguments with the judges about it. I'm like, what are you, what are you scoring here? That, guy, that kid's doing what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. That kid, you're giving that kid an eight. I could do that. Down <laughs> carve and, a, and like a speed <coughs> yeah. Eli just did a backside blowtell and do an air three and got a, a six. Yeah. But. And I, I don't want to get into the judging because I get in arguments with the amateur judges all the time. Not, like, bad arguments, but, like, healthy arguments where it's like, hey, yeah. dude, like, yeah. are you going to score technique and, like, good, like, X-factor stuff? Or are you going to score, like, maybe meet in the middle, score both, and then it meets in the middle? Yeah. And so I'm always trying to – because, yeah, you got to have the power. But if you score the big kid and you overscore the big kid, the big kid oh, is going to get win. smoked. Yeah. Like, he's going to get smoked when he goes on the QS and Oh, stuff. for sure. Because the little kid is going to be way more technical – that's like my kind of. where Baron was the opposite. He was the big kid that was getting overscored. So I've seen both sides. Like, Baron was the yeah. big kid. Like, he was getting overscored. Like, not overscored, but like he would do... He could just do like a hook. But he'd and throw, turn. throw a
1: lot of water and, and get extra points. So, so I always it.
3: encourage the amateur judges to kind of like score both. Score the little kid that's doing blowtells and yeah. air threes and getting super technical and in the yeah. pocket. And score the big kid that's doing the carve. And, well, and I mean, we, we saw
1: there. it firsthand. What's crazy is... Going back to Chloe losing that first contest to fucking Italo to Italo on that Ariel. Chloe won. Yeah, I did everybody. too. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> they're they're I did too. But because yeah, of if that. you
0: go and rewatch it, and unfortunately, like they scored as a heat, and when you score high at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know you don't yeah. leave a lot of wiggle room towards the end of the heat. and they overcompensated. I mean, yeah, and they overcompensated, and it just yeah. When you watch Chloe should have won that. When you watch the heat over, you're
3: like, oh, well, wait, the but, wind wave and.
0: Regardless, Chloe had an amazing year, and mm-hmm. and and low was the man to be. And so his yeah. confidence, his like his aura, his everything. Like Holy even going shit. up to the under under pressure, the last event. Pfft, dude, that was insane. You're not getting scored on those air land flats at yeah. pipe. Like it might add an extra like half a point to a, maybe a point. At, you know maybe if mm-hmm. the judges are being nice. It's yeah. all about the barrel, the size of the barrel, and the yeah. size of the wave, and.
3: But they're showing, I think they're showing that next level too, where but, they're but, getting the barrel and then they're coming out and doing airs after. Dude. you like, see, they're going like, what? Like, like, that's...
0: The surfing the, is the, so the elevated. and the confidence in that it just... It's so elevated. They're, they're, it's like putting a dagger, like exclamation part. Uh, they're point doing it in their
3: fucking sleep. Yeah, but, but that's what I mean when it goes back to the Brazilians are changing the sport a little they're, bit. They are. They are. I got to piss again. I, I hate
1: to say it, but they are. So, so so, so, what
3: do you <laughs> so so we can just freestyle, so okay? Now. Uh. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I mean, I, the question I asked earlier was, I mean, when we we're in different eras. I'm older than you, obviously, yeah. but way older. The, no, the, 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 the grind was, you know, Q, You know, not even QS, but before that, like amateur mm-hmm. NSSA WSA national team. Blah blah blah. There yeah. wasn't really any junior contests, mm-hmm. but we had the Bud Tour you know, or PSAA or, you know, Panasonic tour, whatever, you know, they've been kind of headlined or sponsored change. but we had an insane like domestic tour, which you were speaking on on like the East Coast tour you were yeah. doing and different events. But I, I mean, I just look at it as like, you know, the CT is, you know, mainstream, there's QS events all over, yeah. but how hard it is for kind of the domestic US kid to make a living it's, or to, yeah. to have that stepping stone like, um, kind of support system in america for surfing you know it's yeah. no, kind of it's kind ex- of like not
3: a clear path like it used to be yeah yeah it's a it's, a, it's, it's, a good point. it's really yeah.
1: different and because the money used there used to be regional money yeah right for regional for sure. pros all over up and down the coast across the country yeah but i don't think they really have that local right. hero yeah. type but of just
0: i mean going back to like i was sponsored by quicksilver from like 12 to 20 or whatever mm-hmm. and um When I turned pro, it wasn't a lot of money, but, like, it was, like, Julian Sacon from, like, Santa Cruz. There was, like, or (coughs) there was... Josh Mulcoy. Or Josh Mulcoy. There was, like, Pat Ma. You know, like, each... There was probably, like, a group of, like, four or five of us that were all on Quicksilver, but we were, like, that kind of California kid. Regional. regional dudes. Regional dudes. And we, you know built built, you know, like, hey, we're gonna do the QS mm-hmm. in America for you know, a year or two or even longer whatever, yeah. and kind of, you know, build from there. I don't I don't really see that
3: anymore. And I don't well, know Well there's no
1: what what contests are there in the US?
3: Yeah. And it's just that like, shoe city thing that just I think, went down. But I think it's gonna come around full circle. I think everything kinda comes around full circle eventually, right? yeah. yeah. So it's I agree. It's it's kinda one of those things where I think someone's gonna see this as an opportunity and maybe like, hey we're let's do some events. Yeah. And let's let's get some non endemic partners. There's yeah. so many non endemic partners, but it's going to take a, like some effort. Yeah. You know? And like you're not to drive it through, but I bet easily you could get like a Toyota and a, and a surf shop and like a company and, and put on some really sick events and yeah. like, re- rev it back up. And if, I think it's gonna If happen- Harlan
1: Beer takes off, yeah. Yes. Let's get these guys. Yeah. To- a beer
3: company. Like surfing's cool, and there's a lot going on. It's at the beach, and, yeah. and I think it's just going to take a, a little bit more of like an effort from the WSL North America. Um, to maybe kind of like tear it down to like, yeah, at do three you work different levels? And do
1: you talk out. with those people
3: quite a I, bit? I try to, you know, like I, I, definitely am like engaged. I have relationships with, with all the, the reps in each region. Um, but you know, like, I think they have their own challenges, obviously, yeah. you know, and, um, but I think WSL on the top level has killed it. Yeah. You know, they have the views, they have the non-endemic sponsors, um, that's where you want to be. That's where all the money is, right? If you're a CT guy, but, but
0: they need to they need to bring yes, bring it down to because it's a it's a life cycle. You know, yes. you got the guys yeah. that are competing now. You got the pinnacle of the, yeah. the best of the best, which are doing a great job. Mm-hmm. But you're not, you know, you need to bring newness, and they need to, you know, invest yeah. in that 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 youth, sure. that yeah. that kind of stepping stone. Yeah. But on the flip side of you know that competitive surfer, I want to be a pro. You mm-hmm. also have these personality slash influencers that are also making,
4: you know, money yeah, based yeah. on
0: you know their social media well, the social media. So you you, you know, you yeah. you got other guys that maybe don't rip and I'm not gonna name some of the guys that yeah. have yeah, yeah, yeah. Channels or Instagrams Mm -hmm. with huge followers, but they're able to make more more power to them, and that's that's incredible. That's what I'm saying. Or a guy like Kalani Rob, who did both sides of it. He did the tour, kind of fell off, kind of scrambled, and then now he's a you know he's a marketing machine, and you know he does, and and that goes back to authenticity. Like you see what he's doing, it's like. He has the best job ever. He goes out and has fun on the crappiest days. He rips like, on a boogie board. He rips on everything. Yeah. And, and, and and that's inspiring to, I think, a lot of kids too. So yeah. there's two sides where it might be really hard to, to go through that competitive route and make, you know get that like, sponsor sure. to go around and do the QS around the world. But... There's also those kids that are you know maybe influencers that are just really good at you know social yeah. media and have a good personality so yeah it's kind of no, it's, no. it's kind of cool
3: like a tribute not in a bad place or a good place so i don't want to put any kind of label on it but it's more sure. different it's in a different place where there is like youtube and vlogging and i think if you look at the pay scale and you really just want to like get after it it's like okay like if there's a guy that like search pretty good he's good looking he has a really successful youtube channel a company might be paying him sixty five thousand dollars a year. Main sponsor. It could. Which is yeah. Great. A couple other sponsors. Maybe he's making a hundred. Yeah. He makes a little off YouTube. He's making one fifty. Yeah. So okay, I'm just super fuzzy mouth. Yeah. No, I, for yeah. sure. People are probably listening. To this going. No, he's off. But I'm just. I'm just throwing numbers. Yeah. Out. Yeah. But then if you're a top CT guy, say you're. A, um. I don't want to throw anyone. Like. I don't want to. Say no, but say you're. You're. You're, you're a. Gordy Gelson. You're, you're a top. Me. Yeah. You're a top ten <laughs> CT guy. You're not a Jordy or um, a Gabriel. You're not a marquee player, but yeah. you're not the the bottom of the barrel. You're in that mid tier. You might be making 500 because you might be making 250 off prize money. Your sponsor's paying you 300 base. Yeah. You get hit some incentives, a non endemic partner. You're making almost 500, 600. Yeah. So it just depends on like there's levels to the game, right? Like, yeah. If you're a prodigy and you're going to make the CT, sponsors are going to invest in that. You have the platform with the YouTube channel and the Instagram and you can make the CT, that's when you're going to have those guys that are going to get the nod. They're going to be like, okay, you know what? The deals aren't going to be as big as they were, but this kid could still be making 200. Yeah. yeah. 250. He's not yeah. even on the CT yet. He's making 250. Yeah. But it makes sense because they already have, they have the platform yeah. yeah. and the whole thing. And then there's the guys that like, hey, there's no way this guy wasn't that good of a surfer, but he has a rad Instagram and YouTube thing and there's still going to be a space for him, but that's going to max out at like a yeah. hundred. So it just depends. Like, there's levels here. I think we're... we're, we're but, it, but
0: it still gives room for a lot of people to evolve and, and have a successful, like, yeah. whether it's career yeah. or, you know, kind of... For sure. You like know, window of... You,
1: you look at Jamie O'Brien, right?
3: Oh, killing yeah, it. Changed, that guy. Like, he was so far ahead. Killing so it. So far ahead. Yeah. And, and then... Jamie. If, look, he, if he goes out of pipe, like, I mean, it's like... it's Rothman now. Yeah. Cole, yeah. I mean... Cole kills it. He's killing it. Yeah, and he's a good-looking guy, too. So yeah. you got to have, like... And, you, no one's going to go uh, around the freaking watch. like Ben Grady... He's killing it, too. Yeah, Eli yeah. Olson has a sick one, too. Eli's uh, fucking killing it? Eli has a sick it? one. Yeah. Florence has a cool yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't... Actually, I don't watch the whole vlogs, you know what I mean? Because it's just a lot of content. to yeah. I guess, but I'm a big fan of it. I, like, follow their... For sure, I, just, yeah. I watch the Instagram video. Yeah. And I repost it and say, hey, yeah. good job. This is sick. Yeah. But what what, what um, Jay's saying, too, is the regional grinder, it's either parent-funded... Yeah. Or... It's, it's kind of, I know what you mean. It's like hard to like, oh, or they're you're just going to grind. I think the parents are a little frustrated and they're like going, oh, well, like. Well, he's the split.
0: best. He should be getting these big contracts and Look stuff. Look what Kolohe did. Like, Kolohe,
3: yeah. like, but that was a different time and it was, it was a different, like, you know what I mean? Because Kolohe went out, won all the Surfing America championships, all the national championships, hit all the amateur marks. And, and putting out and sick
0: it. videos. And he was minutes. a prodigy of, you yeah. know, a professional dad and, yeah, and you know, timing and yeah. influence. and
3: they it. killed it. They hit every they mark and killed it. So now kids are trying to reinvent that and the parents actually are trying to reinvent that. Like, okay, they're in San Clemente. They got the spin bike or they got the electric bike. Yeah. They got a filmer. Yeah. Their kid has 10 boards. They're homeschooled. And he's in homeschooled. We're going to reinvent this thing that happened. And it was like kind of just the timing was right. Klohe was a freak and a bunch of other kids that have came out of there. But now it's like, Hey, move to Cycle Money, get an electric bike, homeschool, you're gonna be a pro. Yeah. And it's not that clear of a path. Like there's no. a lot more to it. Like a and lot then they show to up the pipeline they're like, oh fuck. Yeah. What did I get myself into? I mean yeah. like, but like,
1: going back to what I was saying earlier, like the, the chances, the spots on making money in any sport in any sport spent. is fucking you know, a needle in a haystack. But, but
3: I think for surfing and the light at the end of the tunnel, if you're like a parent listening or a kid listening, I think I'm going to use this word non-endemic a lot, but I've kind of like learned a little bit more about it. Yeah. Yeah. That There is these like CBD companies yeah. and beer and they're super interested in surfing. They want yeah. to get in the space. Like, you know, Adidas is sponsoring surfers and like, you know, so yeah. there's still going to be like, there's going to be these, these times and moments in the yeah. surf industry when... And non so when I say non endemic that means non surf so like yeah, non surf yeah. companies are coming into the space and throwing around. Well, with the like Olympics coming, and the Olympics, the
1: windfall of non endemic
3: yeah. sponsorship. Any of what Brett Simpson's doing and uh, Chris Gallagher are doing with the, the I'm just we're talking about like America, but all over, all around the world there's like these Olympic junior teams and they're they're sick you know they're going to get yeah. um, funding through the Olympic um, Committee. committees and the yeah. Olympic sponsors and then once this Olympic thing goes. <clears> on, and if it comes off right, like how skating and snowboarding, they've all went through this. Skating's still almost still going through it, you know? Yeah. Or snowboarding just killed it because they just threw those guys out in the half pipe and they're just like going off. And cool. the Olympics yeah. is let's. like, oh, this is insane. Like, let's package this thing up. And the snowboarders have all gotten like big endorsement deals from the Olympic. Like, yeah, but that was a the show the right way, But the, the <laughs> kind of offshoot of the yeah.
0: Olympics is now you have the Dude Tour and you have these X Games mm-hmm. and you have these mm-hmm. other like facilitating like events that help. Yep. West broad, Coast board riders. Which helped West you coast broad broaden you know, broaden the uh, you know the Exactly. So so it's the, not
3: I don't think the surf industry needs to be like a big downer right now because I think a lot of people are looking at it like that and I'm almost looking at it as a good thing. I think yeah. like there's gonna be like all these non surf companies are gonna come into the space which I think surfers and do sick stuff. Which yeah. is gonna
0: help subsidize yeah. what's happening in the surf industry with yep. brands merging. It's gonna brands, raise yeah. licensing you know, certain things are you know, there's mm-hmm. there's some stuff moving. You know, sure. which has always happened. It happened in the, the 80s and 90s. And now, you know, like it's a circle of life within, yep. you know,
1: brands. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's going to raise all ships. Yeah. 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 For sure. The endemic, the non endemic money is going to raise all ships.
3: Yeah. And even on my side, like how it affects my business is and is because I want to half my guys boards are going to be non surf companies. You know, I'm already tapped into Red Bull, Rockstar. We got some sun sunscreen. Like, we're going to tap into more non-endemics as this thing grows. You know, because yeah. I think that the surf industry... Late night with Chalky is not afraid of
1: uh, <laughs> non-endemic. Right?
3: I, Late I night? <laughs> so, so Jay's grabbing another... BF movie. Goodrich <laughs> tires? <laughs> Anybody at I, I drive a car. <laughs> I use BF Goodrich tires. Maybe Uber. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <gasps> I'm going to Uber home no, tonight. But one thing that we can do here at the podcast is... Um, is get we need to get a beer sponsor asap. Yeah, we need uh, that ASAP. hello. That should be easy. Hello. Like what? 10, yeah. grand, Ten grand. a month. Yeah. Hello. You know, do so this. A little bit yeah. of support. Oh, you we know. could do a little bit of
0: beer. <laughs> definitely money and a little bit of beer. Like uh, twelve. It know, but it
3: kind of makes sense though because if you're doing a podcast and you're drinking beer, can we always talk about it. better? Yeah. And yeah. You're drinking the beer. Did you hear that? The
1: taste of. Yeah. See if we were drinking Harlan right now, we'd gonna, be saying, yeah. "This I wanna Harlan." Manage, says, I want
3: to sign you guys. I'm gonna, we're gonna get out of contract. Let's we're go! Sign, let's go! go. But we gotta get this thing on YouTube, though.
1: Let's go! Yeah, yeah we've been so talking. It's
3: gonna be key. It's easy. Bill Keller, I'm gonna call
1: you later today, yeah. and we're gonna get GoPros. We can find some know, a kid
3: that will work for you guys for free.
0: Just to, a lot. Like, a lot, lot of our. Yeah. a lot of our listener. I mean, a lot of our guests. Um, they're They're not in the limelight. They're not, you know, these famous what people. Aside Sean Ward, when you put a what? camera on him, no, we've talked about this. A couple of people were like, hey, we're not filming, right? We're like, no, it's just audio because they get all clammed up like um, we're having a camera. So it's, it doesn't work for everybody, but we are definitely need. A,
1: we're going to start filming. We're going
0: to start doing it because yeah. we know the opportunity of, of getting, you know, in They say the that, graphic.
1: but once the camera's on, they're probably going to be like. Once,
0: once we crack a couple Is of this years, Is this thing on? Is
1: this thing on? Wait, let me comb my hair.
0: Yeah, they're good. You're sexy. I think you might be the hottest guest we have, though. No
1: attendant so, no over here. Sean Ward, Jared, that's for you. Um, so you 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 had your own business, Ward Management. Back to myself. Back to yourself. Talk
3: about myself this much in like 20 years. That's what the show's good, about, Sean. Yeah, yeah, it's I, all about yeah, you. I feel super vain right now. Uh, uh, we, we love
1: it. It's, a, it's an amazing. No, it's,
0: a, it's about you know. Getting, you're an entrepreneur, getting the ins, ins yeah. and outs of the industry, and 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 learning what people do and Yourself how they grinded it out and got to where you're at. You're self-made, self-made yeah.
3: entrepreneur. Yeah, but just know if you're if you are yeah if you are an entrepreneur or you watch these like YouTube videos about people like hey be an entrepreneur and like all these like self help stuff like it's 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 pretty grindy you know what I mean you're gonna have some sleepless nights you're gonna have some empty bank accounts you're gonna have some serious challenges you know what I mean like if your ink cartridges go out and your printer you got to figure that out. Like, you know what I mean. You it's not cheap, man. Yeah. It's, it's not cheap. We need We need a, a, a ink sponsor. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you work a nine to five at your job and you complain, okay, like you have, it is like it could be like super, like oh my god, this guy sucks, this guy sucks, and then entrepreneur. So it's just like kind of you've got to figure out, like either way you go, you, there's going to be challenges, and you got to work yeah. through those challenges and like break through the doors. You got almost break through the challenges yeah. and like on either side.
1: You got to face a problem. Yeah. When you're an entrepreneur and you own your own thing, you got to face a problem and not walk away from it and mm-hmm. just look past it and figure it out. Yeah. Right? You're
0: you're, you're getting the result cuz there's you're no getting, one else that's going to yeah, pick it up. You're fixing yeah. the problem, you're getting the result no matter what. Yeah. You're going to figure it out. Like you have, you have there's no other
1: Okay. So, Whoa. Ward management <laughs>
0: Right. Just cut you off. Right yeah. There. Whoa. Scott, <laughs> ward- him two beers and starts cutting me off. Hey, shut the fuck
1: up. Um. So, Ward Management. You you, you started 2000- two thousand sixteen. Sixteen. And just now, you you inked a deal with fucking your premier guy, one of your premier guys, Bear Mia with Ruka. Yep. This week, right?
3: Yeah. This week. Huge. Huge. And then you turn around and so i signed with um the family v2 so this is through um Steve Astafin. so basically if you don't know who Steve Astafin is he did the Wasserman Group Action Sports so I know the Wasserman Group Action Sports division he created it with Casey Wasserman um and basically it's it's, it's a motocross skate snow surf and they pretty much have dominated that category with a few other, there's a few other agencies out there, but they've been the dominant brand. So what he's done is he's taken his nucleus and started the family V2. So the reason why there's a V2, it's the second time around. He was actually the OG, was the family, was the OG agency. So why I've joined this company is it's joining all the best skate. Yeah, they have Zion Wright and Skate, um, Ryan Sheckler. Ken Rockson, and Super if you follow Supercross, Ken Roxon is like the GOAT. He's winning the Supercross races and with a bunch of other guys. They have a music category. So basically it just opens up my network. Mm-hmm. And then he basically the reason why it made sense for me is I'm the VP of Surf. So I'm in charge of the Surf category and that's something that I'm super passionate about, obviously oh. from talking to me. I'm like super passionate about what I do. So it's I'm able to maybe eventually I'm gonna grow that roster. I'm gonna be able to capitalize and get maybe some heavy hitters on board with my squad I have now. So
1: and you're going to oversee everything, surf within everything surf, family. and they already have Me an too. existing surf you're roster.
3: No, i bring bringing my surf roster there. Okay. It's a blank canvas. That's why I like it. Okay. So Steve Ostafin is growing this thing out. And what he's doing is he's always thinking outside the box and he has a winning record and he already has the right motocross guys, the right skate guys. He's building the snow category out. The music category is getting built out. He works with machine gun Kelly. Um, like I don't know if you guys follow rap music, but he's like yeah. one of the most well-known w- white rappers. And, yeah, you know he's really done a lot. So. Him and Eminem. Uh, he's battles, like D- the right? yeah, rock so, on ballers. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, he has like it, and basically what, what the reason why it makes sense for my business is it, he can tap into those non-endemics with Sponsored. my team I have. It kind of connects really well together. Yeah, but it's, it's also kind of rev my thing up. It's pretty much like pumping steroids into word management. Like I already have word management. I'm keeping the same business model and he's just revving the thing up and just pumping it full of jet fuel it's probably good
0: because he could he could analyze
3: mm-hmm. you know the numbers he's
0: getting from some of these other you know um sports and athletes categories, yeah and categories you are gonna tap into his resources and, yes. and resources and be like hey yeah. like surf could you know like yeah. we got yeah we got some good especially with the
3: olympics and then his phone book in his network, with, yeah. like all the Olympics and with my squad, it kind of connects well together. And it was yeah. kind of like a winning kind of formula. And for me, it was obviously a, a really good financial upgrade. Yeah. You know, like he's done very, very well in the action sports category. And then he upgraded my program. Quite a bit. So, so did you like, sell to him or? Uh, it, it was called, it's called a buyout. So basically I merged board management with the family too. Nice. And then if you don't know, in, in the surf world, thank you. for sharing <laughs> Um, in the surf world, he was behind like the Bruce and Andy, um, all the Bruce, Andy, Dane Reynolds. Um, he brought Blair Marlin um, into the, the, the into like the action sports agent, you know, world, and yeah. kind of mentored Blair Marlin, who Blair I really look up to too. He's done like, sure. a good job, and we like, like Blair. If you ever interact with Blair? He's just like a, a stand-up dude, he's like a super yeah. rad guy. So he has a winning formula as far as um, building out categories and and, and success there. And obviously he wanted to start with me because he left the Wasserman group, and, and he, you know obviously there's some guidelines there, and so it kind of all made sense.
0: Yeah, nice. Yes. So where's um where's Eli going? Just <laughs> kidding. That's a big no, topic. No, I think no, no, no pressure. Eli, just,
3: Eli's, no, I'm okay to talk about Eli's a free agent, right? Eli Hanneman. Hmm. and uh, he's only what 15, 16? No, no, no he's, he's eighteen. Older. He just turned seventeen. Seventeen, so, okay. Just turned seventeen, and um, <clears throat> basically with Eli, we're not rushing into anything, but. It's it's the more you can say no, the better. When you have someone like that, and yeah. even for my side, when I did my um, uh, like co- contract for my my personal like business, I kind of it took I took a year and I said no for a year, and, t- and the number just kept getting bigger and better. Yeah, So it's because you same. just started working.
0: You're not putting yeah. anything. The, the, hold. Who, You're still working. You're still get, delivering. You're still doing your thing. Duma,
1: yeah. you know Duma. Duma is yeah, awesome. Of course. Duma goes. You know what the sexiest word in the english language is no no i'm like what he goes no like how sexy is no like that makes everyone want you even more i'm like god damn it yeah you're right yeah, he's getting like a thousand dollars. Yeah,
0: like, doing surf class with these like you know yeah. Silicon Valley like executives, and he's just yeah. like three hundred to push you in. Yeah, yeah three hundred like, every wave. I push you in. in. Okay, cool.
3: The South Africans <laughs> hustle. You know, the South Africans came to America and just hustle the dream. You know? Dude, like, it is what it is. People hate on America all the time, but I'm like, dude, people come to America to like hustle but because yeah. dream, they you
0: know? come from a, a place. Not that South Africa's bad, but wherever you're at, they mm-hmm. know. There's, you're you're untouchable yeah. here as far as what your you know what, what the ceiling is and what you, you know, yeah for sure you, the American dream you know potential uh, when you when you live here you know the notation of oh you know like it's hard and you know oh, you know nobody wants to put in the work not everybody but that's mm-hmm. just kind of the yeah. general like feeling you know gotta work yeah gotta There's work gotta hustle he's, you know he's Trump. You're hustling. <laughs> I can tell. You can tell. Yeah, he's like, we've got a Republican. Let's All not right. go there. No, yeah. No,
3: Let's not I, go there. No, no. I'm a Republican and a Democrat and a liberal. It just depends on the subject. I'm pretty flexible. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I'm Filipino. It's called common It's called common sense. You're Filipino. I thought you are Irish. No. <laughs> uh, <true>. I mean... <laughs> um but to eli he's uh yeah we know we're just he's no no there. no he's a free agent that's in, awesome in, and i'm open to talk about it because he, uh, he's not in contract yeah. so it's it's pretty much like a moving target right now but there's good. a few companies on the line and, you hear that sponsor and he's gonna be yeah i think he's gonna be looking on something like pretty pretty nice you know as good. far as good for you guys i think good he for can him. actually sell product i interacted
0: in with him two summers ago in, in bali with him and his mom oh, yeah uh yeah. they were staying with rizal and the crew and yeah cool kid and He's yeah, good friends well, with result. Yeah.
3: And then result son. Yeah, they're all uh, the same. What's result yeah. son's? Uh, Varun and Sonar. Varun, um, Varun, and Bronson came out. Bronson, oh, I to Spend some time with him, and Varun too. Varun's, Varun's been a lot dripping. better. Yeah. yeah he's, like filling in, and both those kids are just so cool. Like I, I saw you out at
0: uh I saw you at logs one day with Eli. I was going to paddle out, but it was like pretty junky, and. Um, yeah, I was going to just come out just to say hi. Just to say hi. Yeah, do a layback. Like, and hey, out. it's Larson, I'm out here, bro. Like. <laughs> do a
1: layback, Larson, and get out. <laughs> it was funny. Um, so congratulations yeah. on, yeah, you know, Me getting. Me too. I
3: think it's just in the industry right now and with what I do, you got to be willing to, to make a change when it needs to happen. Yeah, for sure. And I felt like I could have kept ward management going. But it was like, hey, why not explore this opportunity? Board management's always going to be there. I could always go and just say, hey, I'm I'm doing this right now. Like that's the, my skill set's always going to be there. So why not like, yeah, you yeah. know, do some take other advantage things. of
1: Whoa. of their network and you know grow from that. It's
3: kind of funny because Jay, you could probably touch on this too, like because they say, oh, you have to work for a company, and like I almost feel like the companies aren't safe either. No, like no. I'm like watching the companies, and I'm like, dude, like. My some of my really really good friends, like my best friends, are like having struggling at companies, and, and their people would always tell me like, oh, you got to stay with the brands, and now I'm independent. I almost feel like I'm safer than the people at the companies, I'm yeah. Like, because yeah. I'm like I, I can like kind of well that navigate was, my career and yeah. say the yes and no's. I'm like, Dang, when cool. when you
1: own your own thing or you're responsible for your own thing, yeah, you're responsible for your own mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a ten ninety nine. Like I'm ten, you know, we're all ten ninety nine. Mean mm-hmm. self employed. We
3: should all use the same tax guy. I got a good guy.
1: But you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, like I worked for companies forever. Yeah. And you know, would I work for another company? Probably not. You know, just because.
3: As a, you're talking about as an employee.
1: As an employee, yeah, yeah. just because the freedom and the uh, the volatility of what's going on, like you, it's never yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like. If the company well, sells, I, yeah. what happens to you? Like right yeah. now with Hurley, right? Yeah. It's like I
3: feel like you're like a workaholic. We yeah. are. You we are.
0: We I'm all hurt. are. And when you're down? when you're a workaholic and you and you, you, you hustle, you're gonna land on your feet yeah. no matter what. Yeah. You might have ups and downs. We all, have all had ups and downs. And mm-hmm. you know, when you're in sales We just you know, love what we up, do. There's ups and downs. Like mm-hmm. the bag, bad, you're in the down. It's you know, your company's it's just it's a roller coaster ride. We, we we're but lucky I felt like pro surfing it kind of Pre-built that like mentality mm-hmm. into what I'm doing now. It's like, well, I just won an event this this month, and I you know it's December. It's a you know retail world you know not. Yeah. and then you go and it's like it's just a roller coaster ride. Commissions and when money. You guys walk it's into like, Huntington
3: surfing sport. They're just like, you guys must get so you guys. I hope you guys get some love in there. So not anymore. No, no one. We no one. No they don't don't know they, know they, We are. They don't, they don't yeah, all yeah. all we don't, don't know everybody anybody everybody there except in for in Passion
1: there. Reader. Yeah, old old guys <laughs> there,
0: but, but yeah, like, we're lucky. How long did you work at Surfing Sport for? Twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. It I was worked the greatest all, all uh, college I worked, I worked there See, for four, all through high school.
1: That's the freshman cool. through senior. That's the cool surf for him too. And I surf for him, yeah. But the yeah. cool thing about the show, <laughs> our show mm-hmm. is like, yes, we interview surf shops, yep. we interview business owners, we interview pro surfers, Shapers, we interview whoever. Yeah. And we ask all the same questions pretty much but everybody's different journey is different different, right yeah and it's always interesting and the 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 and and luckily like for the most part everyone's positive yeah and everyone's successful you know like we've we haven't had a... a fake,
3: it, fake it till you make it. Yeah.
1: I said, we're, we're blowing up. We're going and big time like, 2020. Uh. But the, the the thing that's funny is like, you know, there's guys that went to college four mm-hmm. years, Right
0: book smart mar- mar- marketing like you know uh, degree business
1: degree yeah. you
0: know social media degree you but, know and they're but, like what am i what am i doing not but, all, 90, but you
1: know, 95% of, of our guests are fucking just passionate people passionate that Passion. the, the the college educated ones are passionate too and successful and successful but you know a lot of them they're just like yeah you know i fell into something i really loved and yeah. that's why i do it that's why you really love what you're doing, helping people out and putting others before yourself. Yeah, for sure. That's, you know, elevated what you, you're getting deep, you,
2: you know. bro. <laughs> no,
3: no, actually, well, I know, I follow you. I follow yeah. you for sure. I think one thing too, is like that we, we as a unit have to balance out is making sure we still surf Cause what oh, happens dude. is all of a sudden, like you're in the surf industry and people think you're like surfing all day and I'll, I'll travel and I'll go to Hawaii but like dude, no, I was like kind of at this event all day, and then like by the time the event was done, I was kind of blown out. Like, yeah, I yeah. haven't surfed in four days, but I'm in Hawaii. Yeah, and I know. It's kind of funny, like and it sounds funny to different say different side of the, the, the because we people, get that all the time. Look oh, you them, do surf, bro? Yeah, they look looking from the outside and you're like, dude, I surfed south side for like 35 minutes the other day. And yeah, like, I caught like three waves and dug a rail on one. Like, yeah. <laughs> <not> really, like, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of funny. So this year. And, and, are, and then, this year, between all three of us, yeah. we're gonna surf a little more because, like, I felt like, hey, more. You know like, twenty twenty—that's the New Year's so resolution much time for sure. In the day, like, people, hey, wait—if I miss the call, I'll call you back, bro. Like, yeah, it's all good. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go surf for an hour. Yeah, yeah, and, it's and it's needed. Kind of like you need, needed, yeah. you need to
0: self-medicate <laughs> yeah. in a way. I mean, let's no surf. Microdose. You know? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna microdose. we all year surfing. Yeah. Where's that pen? I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah. But like going, going back, going back to uh, do you, you know? Do you fantasy? Do, do, you're involved in the industry. Yeah. You're involved on athletes and stuff. You mm-hmm. follow. A CT, do you do a fantasy team?
3: I did, and I won. I had a shocker and won. And I won the Hurley Fantasy League against like gnarly guys. It was, wow! Like, did and they have money involved or like yeah, just fun stuff? Like whole Christmas shopping, I won like three hundred like eighty bucks. Christmas shopping, and anything. But I would like to join yours this uh, next season. Fantasy right? cooks we got a good one. Let's do it. We got a good yeah, one. On it's two
1: hundred buy-in, two hundred for the year, two hundred for the year. Not in the not in
0: the. Event. You guys are,
3: like risking,
1: but dude, yeah. it's three hundred per first place. Every contest is three hundred, okay. and it's two. Is it three yeah. fifty? Yeah. Who holds? And the it's two hundred uh, uh shark
0: shark yeah sharks no, no, no yeah, um, yeah. anyways <clears throat> it's it's super fun i mean it just makes it that much more entertaining so much shit to watch and, and and
3: yeah no no i love i love fantasy um and then also while i'm on the podcast a lot of kids come up to me and they ask me like how do i get a job in the surf industry how do i do yes. this, yeah. the thing and i always tell them like hey just like start from the very bottom and like learn everything there is to know about like what you're doing like at that and then moment. go get a, go get, get a get at, yeah. go get a job
0: go get a job at your local surf shop yes you know for sure. learn yeah. learn about yeah. the brands learn yeah. about communicating yeah. with people human beings and not your your phone because that's not yeah. communicating
3: no for sure and then people oh how do you get into sports marketing and this kid was asking me um, how do you get in he went to college everything and he was a young kid. How do you get into sports marketing? i all learn how to pack boards and ship them. He like, looks <laughs> at me like crazy. Like, what do you mean? Well, because these surfers they want their boards and they're all the way in somewhere else and they're gonna ask you for them and you got to know how to work Delta Cargo. You got to know how to work FedEx. Yeah. Know how to pack them up. Know how yeah. to pick them up. Know where the boards. Because if the boards come true. with broken <laughs> yeah. fins, you're fucking fired, bro. You know, there's a yeah. lot of grit. You're not no glass ons and fin know, blocks, bro. They want to <laughs> be like just next to the pro guy and like be in the photo. Yeah. And like hey, you kind of like. Yeah, Start and there's learn, there's learn dirty hands
1: and sweat. Yeah, come that comes along with the job. No, for you, sure. You don't just yeah. find a, a website or a phone number and go, hey, yeah, I want to work in sports marketing.
3: For sure, it's taken me ten years to get to like even just like at this point right now, ten years of sports marketing and like in the this yeah. the business. And then also, I think one thing that's cool too is trying to learn a little bit and understand that like the sales reps and what they do. So like, at least, like, the first, like, you know, like, first layer of it. You know what I mean? Like, blue belt level. Like, okay, hey, like, how does this thing work? The regional activation. Yeah. How can you connect the team with the regional activation that they're doing? And, like, how can you partner Yeah, they need up? to do and that. There's some cool stuff to that's, learn. Like, that's something
1: yeah, yeah. that needs to be reinvigorated. Yeah. You know, with companies mm-hmm. going out to the, like I said, regional. For sure. You know, support, reps, surf, whatever. yeah Yeah. Because the we sell to surf shops all across the country
3: right and this is an industry podcast too right? and this yes. is an industry like, podcast yeah, like industry
1: and, and and honestly like we we have really healthy strong retailers out there yeah that you know have been around for 20 30 years or 10 years yep. but they're in it you know for the passion and the love of yeah perpetuating the industry and making a good living you know? you know that means, when, right? when I when I keep it going yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Say, okay.
0: but you know I was just up in no, Ventura, Ventura Santa Barbara last couple of days and you know I met with one of my buyers to go surf in the morning you know and then like I'll be in Mammoth and I'll see one of my buyers up on the mountain or you know like you're in the business because you're passionate about the lifestyle, like, yeah. hey, I just want to surf and snowboard as much as I can.
1: Make I enough to where, where we can be surfers. But, you but
0: know? also just introduce that to, to my kids. I grew up going to the mountains and the beach when I was a kid, and that's kind of why I just want to continue it the rest of my life. So, you know, introducing that to the kids, but going back to what your question was on how do you get into this industry? Where did we start? HSS. Sur- search shop. Yeah. You know? Obviously, I... I it, you did too. Yeah, but, yeah, but obviously, yeah. we surfed, and, you know, I <clears throat> I had a you know, a bunch of older surfer guys that were within the industry, whether they worked in marketing or in-house or sales. Yeah. You know, you saw these guys, and they were just, like, the coolest dudes ever. Like, oh, man, they're, like, coming in doing clinics, and you see them out surfing, and, you know, I went the surf route, but at the, you know, on the back end, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's like, well, I want to... I want to be in I want to be in the industry yeah. yeah and a lot of the guidance I got from from my peers and just asking you know my you know my older um, my older guys were like marketing's great you get to travel you get to you know you get all the kind of like fun fun perks but you know it's it's definitely like not the hard. most lucrative yeah you know, mm-hmm. sells. it takes a long time to to get in and you got to build and you got to have relationships, but you know, you you know, you're, you know, you know there's, there's different, different avenues what, yeah. what, you know, what works
3: for each person. Ruka, Orange County now. And LA. And LA. Yeah. Okay. I remember you were driving around for
2: a
0: while. I still right? am. Yeah. still is? <laughs> I am. I drive everywhere. Yeah. I, get, I drive <laughs> like, yeah, that's why my back is sucking. But,
1: uh, <clears throat> and I'm out or known for the U.S., for
0: the
3: U.S., yeah. for all of the U.S., yeah. Right now, and I am, which is a lot, but connecting that with like the wave pools—is there like something around the wave pool thing now too? We with, do, like, we do like there's, there's
1: activations like, at the ranch with okay. our retailers, yeah.
3: But I feel like now there's more wave pools being built, right? There's yeah, Springs. I heard there's something in Oceanside. Cool. They're like all around the world. <coughs> And there's gonna be surf shops attached to those Wave. Pools, For sure. The, right? one, the whole Rick but, Kane, you know, even at yeah. Waco. Waco's Surf Ride, it's, it's surf ride happen. manages yeah. the one at Waco.
0: Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna
1: yeah. each one's gonna have its own yeah. Like Rick Kane, somebody coming from somewhere and going to Hawaii and ripping. Yeah. That could happen. Yeah. You never know.
3: Not for sure. I had a blast at Waco. People are like, oh, I didn't really. I'm like, dude, I, I so love Waco. Yeah, like, I put on been. the slow one. You hey, we should a do an award one. management
0: was, day and invite us.
1: I've done a couple of those already. Yeah, yeah. let me know. <laughs> I don't need to go for free. I just need to invite in, you know, I, in Texas or? In Texas, in yeah.
3: Waco. Uh,
1: yeah. So Let's do family at uh, dude, Surf up, Ranch.
3: I signed up for the public one. I, was, I went with Eli Hanneman to um, the Stab Air Show. And I just signed up to the public um, surf session. Um and surf for an hour. And I had a blast. Like I just Still surfed fun. with like random people. You know, just yeah. like, just Josh mos and yeah. guys. Like, but that was, was early. Were right? you able to pick
0: like, waves off? Because it's kind of hard to pick waves off. Like they're meaning like. What do you mean by that? Like you're in you're in <laughs> you an order. For the waves you're, right <laughs> you're, but there's guys that miss waves. You know, like oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. So it's like do you
3: do you? No, help? no. I just went to, to the, the the line. Yeah. And I, you know, three way three wave set. Waves. And, but there's, I caught so many waves in one hour session that I was like, okay, this is like, this is it's insane. Right? This Brady's I, a like, fucking local there. Brady dude. was there when I was there <laughs> and then he was there like the week before and then the week after I was like, dude, how do you do this? So, but, uh,
0: but such a fun place for like a pool day, but you surf and like yeah. you can hang out like right there, watch everybody. No, it's I watched the,
3: uh, Eli in there in the morning. He landed like, I think he landed like 54 errors in like one hour. That's one thing about you, yeah, like 90% landing ratio. That's where the technical errors. error. It's different error. than like he's like he, 90% landing ratio at the pool. So he was just going boom, 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 boom. And I filmed it. I was like, hey, I'll film it and I'll just do my session later. And he like, put it up on YouTube and it was at Waco in the morning. Wow. He had a private to himself, which was us. That's us. crazy. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun.
0: Uh, Any other weight pools
3: you got, to? Uh, I went to the Slater one, but I didn't surf it. I, I didn't have that um, that status. I'm just like the bottom, the bottom half. Yeah, I, no, haven't,
0: a I, have, I haven't surfed yet either. <laughs> okay, it's
1: kind right. of we're it's depressing though when you get there, right?
3: No, like I, I mean, said, you, I'm fine with it. Like you're
1: stoked, you get to see it, in, <laughs> it was, firsthand and see the the wonderment of it, but then I, no, when you can't trained. surf it, you're no, like, no, oh. I've been
3: trained from when I was traveling to the, the um, doing like event support and going to CT events and not surfing, I've been trained to just, like, just, poof, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Numb I don't to it. Surf. I, yeah. like, I, don't, I don't get that, like, yeah. super Angst. Amped, like You know, like a Tom Resman Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rezzy. <laughs> Rezzy. Yeah, Resi Delete that camera old, line, bro.
0: Old, oldest pro, <laughs> oldest surf pro. But, you know what I mean? Like, pro. he's frothy.
3: Like, I, I wish I was as frothy as him. It's yeah. like, oh, dude, like, I don't, like, I'm like, hey, I'm cool. Really I've got it, but it's, tra- I've had to train my, like, it's taking me 10 years to train myself to not yeah. froth out like and be like because obviously if you're around guys and they're at an event and, yeah. and it's all about them you can't be frothing about how like eh, right i, I should have surfed down the beach there's yeah. a fun peak down there
1: i'm kind of like that i'm like i always i always surf down the beach usually yeah.
0: i'm not i'm not that psyched i'm psyched just to be out get some exercise but i don't need to go prove myself because in, in hawaii a couple months ago and i'm like Ten foot pipe doesn't look fun with two hundred guys out. You know, like it really doesn't like.
3: Eh. It's funny though when I work out now. It's, cool. it's like twenty minutes of like, like warming up and like making sure I feel good. And then like twenty minutes of working out and yeah. then like 10, 15 minutes of stretching. And you're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. It's like sometimes like you see these people just wearing their bodies to the ground. You're like, dude, like your joints are supposed yeah. to last you till you're a hundred, and you're you're thrashing your joints.
0: Um when when uh when are we gonna get you at the uh west coast border like, i know I've, it's on. funny
3: because i hate i've showed up to like two or three and just like hung out and watched but yeah. i haven't done one and if you're like why don't you do them why don't you do them because i i kind of like when i it was a weird thing for me when i like, I like hung out our 30s, 30s is
0: so stacked you you, uh-huh. know, you you'd so probably really you'd, even be be, me. Pr- you'd probably be hearty than like make I have the to cut. qualify. Just kidding. <laughs> no not, not like, even <clears throat>
3: Teddy there's a bunch of guys on there that surf really good. That surf more than me. So they're actually Brett, more guys. Yeah, but horrible. Nichols. Well, Nichols
0: now is for, in the 40s, I think. You need to. I think he just, I think just turned 40? 40. You need to be part of
3: it. You need to do it. I hate tag teams. Yeah. Tag teams, fucking, I hate them so much. So this guy doesn't like, like, like. This guy is the best 50 and in.
0: over out there, and he won't even do them. I'd do yeah, I do it. You're do it. You don't even do them. I did one. You did one.
3: Yeah. All I support it, and I like show up to it and like do it, and then you still got Brandon Gilmet. Dude, Gilmet was dropping team. tens yeah, and shit. So. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. I'll, no, I'll do one. I'll do one. Where, yeah. When's the next one?
0: Uh, little... um, I don't know. March, February, like March. That, March. Yeah, February, another, March. another month.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a month out. So what's uh, what's next for
3: so Sean Ward? Basically, it's it's just repetition. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it. You think. You make a move and then you sign. I sign with the family and like, oh yeah, cool. Like post Instagram, everybody's stoked. But then okay, now the work starts. Like okay, yeah. Like and then obviously, you know, short term goals is Baron to make the CT. Yeah. Work on this partnership with Ruka that we just started, um, and then with Eli, it's like I'm finding him his main brand sponsor, um, which is going to be exciting. We're going to launch that pretty soon. Hopefully it's, it's getting there. And then obviously with with Eli, it's a little more long term. He's got to still go through the QS, um, and then uh. Basically, building out my kind of like five year plan with the family, which is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do some really, really sick shit. Cool. And, yeah. and we got some stuff like that we're going to work on, like kind of thinking outside the box a little bit, like brand wise. Um, and just kind of thinking about doing the business partnerships a little different. Um, cool. Yeah. So that's fun. And then also trying to, I think the biggest balance too, you guys know this because you guys have kids and the whole thing, but just trying to find the balance. You know, I think my thing is I've, I've been super right or left and i need to kind of find the balance and so now i'm actually starting to find like the balance and like how to balance out life yeah, and, yeah. and then fit work with life together and how it all kind of like connects yeah because um, you, you guys you yeah, want to work jay's looking in the sky right now He's like, you want to so work easy. hard
1: and and you know check off the boxes of accomplishments but yeah. then you also want to yeah. live life and surf Right exactly. That's yeah. why
3: sometimes, like, uh, I'll, like <coughs> go and i I like to like do some boxing training, and like I like to just go surf for a little bit or do jujitsu sometimes, like just because it's like a way for me to kind of like, do something for myself. Yeah. Um, not like have to worry about like industry and you know. Yeah. You know it is. Like, it's just, like,
0: it's balance. I mean, yeah, yeah. you got to have a little, a little me time and a little yeah. like fun time, but you know yeah. also your work is your fun so it's kind of hard not to be a workaholic and it's kind of yeah. hard not to be hands-on yeah, all the time sure. like i wish i could work all day every day but then there's a side of me where i'm like i just wish i could just hang out with my kids and yeah. go surf all day you
3: yeah. know like there's mm-hmm. you just how do you do no. both uh, you know like so right now i'm just like kind of trying to balance out like personal life with everything else and yeah. like, getting like the thing going cool so yeah that's fun and i uh, appreciate you guys put it yeah. together too because this man. is sick I got a lot of respect for you guys you know like, yeah. Like the OG HB guys that's funny I surfed the pier don't like, know anybody and like yeah I'm not eggy but I'm out there and like burn a Grom and he's like looking at you weird and like dude just relax bro like yeah. Like, Who, like, like we, you've paid your, we've paid our yeah. dues here like, boys dude, just yeah. say what's up you can have any wave you want but don't like you know, just, I get, I catch myself and I'm like oh wait no 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 don't yeah. be eggy don't be eggy just catch a couple waves that's like, so crazy like, that's why I don't surf the pier as much as I used to yeah yeah and I'll try and find a little peak. That was a rare place. time
1: that I saw yeah. you. Yeah. I don't usually surf right there. I always surf yeah. Dumb, Tower Five.
3: Like tower. Or... <laughs> oh. Come on, <laughs> <London. Yeah>. He's, <laughs> he's <laughs> are the same though. We go out forty-five he's, minutes. He's, a couple. he's the most
0: psyched guy out there. Though. like dude. yeah. But, yeah.
3: Like if anyone like ever sees me or wants like to talk it up, I'm always super open, I'm super friendly, yeah. you know, I catch a couple waves, I'm out, you know, Yeah, yeah. so I think that's kind of like my thing, and I, I'm a super big fan of like, Kind of like where Huntington's going as far as like now that like Brett's down there and he's revving the thing up and like being a positive role model for the kids. It's yeah. Because like, you know Huntington gets? It can kind of go like, ah. Oh, and, and, that, and that's what's cool right. about them. Yeah. It's not like this. It's, it looks like a nice town. Yeah. yeah. But then like everyone like. It gets like, seedy. It gets seedy. Yeah. And then and all Whoa. the kids go down the wrong path. Yeah. And then like a, half the guys I grew up with that I, I didn't talk about on the podcast, like they went south. You yeah. Know? yeah. So like there's another side and I'm sure Jay. and, and Oh, and for sure. Yeah. Like, how many right. friends went south? But, so, there's, but
0: there's also a side of the youth where they're down there with a trainer, yeah. you know, coach, parents on the beach all day, and you're yeah. just like, yeah. there's not just one or two. Like, sometimes there's like quite a few.
3: It's, it's overkill.
0: And it is. You know, not all those. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think it's going end. No, there's, nothing. there's nothing wrong with that, but. The fact that, you know, you mentioned Brett and, and Brandon Gomet even on the board yeah. writers. You know, like these guys are like, hey, come down to yeah. our events. Come yeah. hang out with us. Reach out to us. We could run like, yeah. you know, sure. get a group of four or five of you together. We could do this like once or twice a week. No co- you know, like yeah. just giving back and helping that, that next ge- next generation. Yeah. And I think you could add a lot to that as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling you out right now. You better freaking <laughs> show up. Ah. no but
3: It's funny because I was doing all this stuff before there was like, um, fake leg photographer and before there was the board riders and before there was all the coaching I was doing all this stuff. Yeah. I, was just, I was at the Surfing America events. I was at the NSA events. Yeah. I was working with yeah. 30 kids but it wasn't like packaged up and put all over Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram wasn't really blowing up. I was doing this stuff in 2010, yeah. 2012, yeah. 13, 14, 15. 15. <coughs> yeah. like, I was down at all these events and doing this stuff and then I kind of had to like kind of reset my path a little bit and For go hey sure. I'm, I'm kind of going to work up the ladder on the more corporate side and more kind of build up the thing yeah <laughs> Lars, Lars back's freezing up dude I'm hurting you gotta go I gotta go yeah.
1: well that was an amazing conversation
0: dude epic I knew it was going to be epic how yeah. long have we been trying to lock you down like a long time six months
3: maybe well I think we talked about it but then when I ran into Linden at Sushi then yeah. we actually worked that, on it that yeah. was just a couple weeks ago yeah yeah, yeah.
0: But, um, but this is
3: perfect timing because of just all the all the
0: things. That all the things that happen, with, yeah, with you, your athletes, and your company and everything. So it's all, it's yeah,
1: great. We
3: should do another one for we sure. Will. We'll we have the YouTube um, channel up. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll do like a real like nice. One. We'll go to Hawaii and film it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Sean <laughs> yes. Ward. Sean Mark. Ward
1: Management now with uh, Family V2. V2. Yes. Um, your body of work. You're a hustler. You Ever rip, since you were uh, a kid, rip out put the water. yourself through, max out credit cards, and and did the tour forever, uh, and then transition yourself into team management. Worked with O'Neal and Hurley and John John, and then you know you're you're an American uh, American dream fucking entrepreneur. That's amazing. Yeah. Hopefully, I
3: yeah. Uh, inspired some people, and, and yeah, um, appreciate Dude, anyone for who sure. actually listened to us talk for this long yeah appreciate you i know thanks congratulations keep up the good work yes yes
1: 2020 boom
0: thanks for tuning in we hope you enjoyed the show
1: please give us a five-star rating and spread the word